0: Welcome to Fake Movie Experts, the movie review podcast that breaks down a movie franchise one movie at a time. We are doing the Beverly Hills Cop franchise right now. And this week, we will be discussing Beverly Hills Cop 2. The Beverly Hills
1: Cop and in... A part Origins. <laughs> it's that weird
0: thing, you know, and I love the fact that it's that, you know, simple that it's just Beverly Hills Cop 2, not like Beverly Hills Cop 2, back to L.A.,
1: <laughs> that would have been such a good name. Yes. Yeah, because it was real flimsy reasoning why he got back there. <laughs> yeah. The... I, I bought that reasoning. <laughs> oh, it to, is... to me, it was.
0: <laughs> the uh, producer was questioning the return as well. Um were <laughs> all I have hooked... to say
2: to that?
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 yep, there it is. You nailed it. You nailed it. <laughs> uh by three I'm, i'll get it yeah by three yep uh i'm your host joseph la so here with ricky marcelli
2: joe we need to talk about this
0: oh, we do i know keith can't laugh and that's what we got to talk about because the man who can't laugh who's just above average it's one keith swetland ha 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 ha
1: <laughs> why so serious huh. yeah i'm sorry are, are you gonna do you have a
0: bomb planted somewhere that you're, you're trying to uh you know have us
1: uh <laughs> no i'm just uh this dude that i knew for a week one time like died and almost died and then i was like yo i'm going back to la
2: <laughs> no they were well, like good what keith they were like they established that they're good friends now they yeah, were it sounds years. like they talked like every week
1: yeah, <laughs> they
0: just,
1: like, I'm gonna call up my friend from Los Angeles.
2: I mean, keep you me. laughing, but it's the '80s. They didn't have phones yeah, to text not or internet to talk on.
1: God, that was so texting
0: so cool. <laughs> it is. Um Beverly Hills Cop Two came out May twentieth, nineteen eighty-seven, with a runtime of one hour and forty minutes, so almost a tight ninety.
2: Well, a tight ninety is uh, just described as the movie didn't feel like long in parts and i felt like this one was better than one in that regard
1: man that's kind of funny i'm opposite on that one this movie felt like it took forever for me
0: uh i'm in i'm kind of in the middle but i have my reasonings so i'll talk about that in a bit uh this movie is directed by tony scott not directed by martin uh Priest. uh tony scott you may know him from movies such as 1986's top gun he, oh, also, nice. he also did the Kenny Logan's Danger Zone music video.
2: Also nice.
0: Uh, Rick's going to continue with the nicing as he was also the director of 1990s Days of Thunder. Oh my God, can I fuck this man? It's the nicing um, on the cake. 1996 the, is The Fan. I don't think I know that is one. Is that De Niro? Yeah. 1998,
1: uh, Enemy of the State. Ooh, that's a banger. That's
0: the Will Smith one, right? Yeah. Yes, it is.
1: That movie uh, oddly predicted the future really well. It's like, yo, what if everybody's watching you? And then at that time, it was kind of crazy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, 2004's Man on Fire.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. He did that, the Denzel one. That one was good. Yes. I've only seen parts yeah. of that movie, but it's Dude, I think I've, like, seen, like, like I've seen like best. every single Tony Scott movie. There, and there's a lot of movies
0: I'm even hate, like, didn't even mention because I'm like, I, I don't want to digress on the. You know, in the movies, but he also did 2010's uh unstoppable. It's the Chris Pine and Denzel movie with the 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 train that's unstoppable.
1: Oh, that movie sucks.
2: I mean the way Joe described it, it sounded like it would <laughs> be
0: a good movie. Um he also did, uh he also did Spy Game.
1: Ooh, I like that oh, one. Like Brad Pitt and Robbie Redford. Yeah. Domino i was thinking of a different mo- domino i've seen, I've seen I, mean, I'm, I'm I love domino that's a good one with me. yeah, yeah that's, uh, keira knightley.
2: that's keira knightley you're gonna see her uh, naked in that well you gotta see her topless
0: uh crimson tide another like gene hackman movie um but yeah he did a lot of movies but he did pass away in 2012 so like unstoppable what's
1: his, what's his relation to ridley
0: um Does he have a? I mean, Scott's a pretty like. He's the youngest brother. He's the youngest of three, one of whom is fellow film director Ridley Scott,
1: his more successful brother. So
0: he's the younger (laughs) brother of Ridley Scott.
1: Yeah, but actually, the Scots are studs, dude. Like Top Gun and Aliens. Like, damn.
0: Yeah, he's, he, he, what he's seven years, he was seven years younger than Ridley.
2: I just have one question for you guys.
0: Are you ready to fly into the danger zone? I can't wait
2: to do Top Gun.
1: (laughs) Wrong movie. (laughs) Oh,
0: Keith, he also directed the um, the Taking of Pelham One Two Three, the more current one, with the one with
2: fucking Denzel and Volta.
1: I didn't Uh, see that. (laughs) What
2: it's he's it's kind of what you'd expect from that era, Denzel and John Travolta. Was
1: that like was that was that like two thousand nine or something?
0: Uh, I just saw it. That yeah, seems like that, that, yeah, 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 yeah. That reeks of 2009. Oh nine. It's its 9 It reeks. Oh, really? of yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um but for Beverly Hills Cop 2, it has the returning cast of Eddie Murphy, Judge Ryan Hold, Ronnie Cox. Uh, we'll scroll over now. Go to lethal At- weapon for some reason. For my uh, was <laughs> Ashton, is it John Ashton? No, Mel Gibson, <laughs> no Gibson. There, yeah, yeah, uh, Paul Reiser. Yep, I was dead on John Ashton. It's um, so
2: weird seeing Paul Reiser in this role because, like, I have such the again, the mad about you, Paul Reiser, in my brain. Yep. So, seeing him as kind of like a deviant. Kind of inferred drug addict,
0: right? Or he just stayed up for like uh, four straight
1: weeks, I which like is usually that pl- an oh, inference
2: he- of like cocaine.
1: Yeah, I they think did so. the like. They did the like. He's still up like, yeah. implication. They're like, damn, if you're still up, <laughs> like mm-hmm. it felt like a pretty big inference
2: that Reisinger was on like a bender and was definitely doing blow with those. Oh, it was race.
1: a. Yeah, it was totally like a Ferrari cocaine. It was like a rock and roll night. Yeah.
0: Like, uh, uh, new to the cast for this movie was Dean Stockwell. He was from um, he, I think, Quantum Leap? Was it Quantum Leap? Yeah, he was. He was in Quantum Leap. Oh, yeah, he's the dude. He was the
2: guy inside. He was like the alien guy, right? Yeah. For Quantum
0: yeah. Leap. Yep. You're uh, always Front-
2: just the next leap home. Aren't they remaking that for some ungodly reason?
0: Yes, they are just like Futurama. So no need for that. Um Jurgen uh Pranchnow, he was the villain. Maxwell Dent in this. Keith, do you know our other movie we've seen him in? What's that? Beer Fest. Oh, yeah,
1: that's right. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. A dude always plays a bad guy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, he's got he's got the look.
0: Um, also uh
2: Brigitte Nielsen is okay. in this movie. So when the movie started. And the tall blonde white lady was on the screen. I'm like, oh look, they got like a Bridget Nielsen lady. And then the, <laughs> it showed Bridget Nielsen. I'm like, oh shit, it is Bridget Nielsen.
0: Yep. <laughs> also, uh, but I yeah. didn't
2: realize Bridget Nielsen was actually kind of like a smoke show. At some um, point, I always did. have like later year Bridget Nielsen in my brain. Not apparently What's late eighties. Like, what do I know her show?
0: Well, she's known for recently like banging. uh Flavor Flav, yeah, yeah, it was the Flavor but, Flav
2: show where she looked kind of like a hot mess.
0: But in reality, she's more known for. Um, she was married to uh, Sylvester Stallone, so she was in Red Sonia. Um, she did a, uh,
2: bon- a ton she of she like B- Rocky rape. Four,
0: Cobra, and then after after the uh, split with Sylvester, then it became. Uh, B movies and then like the more recent bigger movie that she was in was in 2018's uh, Creed 2
2: reprising her role from Rocky Four.
0: yeah but Keith you can also look her up she has pose for uh, uh, uh Dude, I'm saying
2: 1987
1: Bridget Nielsen is a smoke show and I was not prepared for that well and the this movie had the there was like the overly muscular. Sex symbol women thing in this movie. Like that's that, that they kept on, the camera kept on focusing on that, like that dancer at the strip the, the stripper? club And she yeah, was she just like, weird. She just had like these like powerful abs and these big arms and just like yeah. these intense eyes that she was staring holes in the camera with. It was, it was, it was interesting. Yeah. So he was saying that he's
2: found his power, kink.
1: Yeah. I'm is. learning. I'm, I, I learned something. <laughs> nope, <laughs> I learned, nope learned kink, something new this week. The more you know. Fake movie experts uh, go to we can do the creatine. K- That's my new thing now. I think. What about fake? What about uh fake use lube? I mean, you can use that to like make my bodies like shine. You know, like for the oil when they did the lifting competitions. That'll be what I use. Oh, okay. Uh,
0: shine, Bronson you know? uh, Pinchert was was supposed to be in this movie, but he was busy filming uh filming his sitcom Perfect Strangers at the time, so he did not oh, was unable to okay. come. Uh but we also we got Gilbert Gottfried in this loved it <laughs> for, for the Dude, uh we
2: got Gilbert Godfrey and Chris Rock, yeah. And like this was I checked IMDb. This is like Gilbert Gottfried's like fourth film, and obviously wow. it was easily like his biggest film, and this was Chris Rock's first credited film. Yeah. So in the last two movies, we had the first film for a Wayne's brother and then the first film for chris rock
1: mm-hmm. so you
2: could argue eddie murphy started off some big people some people into hollywood was that this after chris- super big
1: was this after chris rock was SN- on snl um i want to say
0: before snl i'm trying to look it up right here because um because no it was after because uh rock was part of he was ninety. So this is when, with, you know, Farley and uh, Mike Myers. Oh, and David Spade so and the- SNL was after then. Yes. Yep. First role.
2: Okay. Which is great. It was crazy to see young Chris Rock and how Chris Rock has always kind of just looked like middle-aged Chris Rock. Yeah, right. <laughs> like Chris Rock looked old when he was young, looked... And now looks young when he is old. It's very weird. He just has looked in age for a long they, time.
1: They kind of try to make him look old in the Spiral, the new sauce spinoff too, and it's sort of weird. He's just like, he's, he, <laughs> he just like he just looks like. Chris I would Rock.
2: argue he looks younger in that than he almost looked in this movie. It's he does weird. look. He yeah. does
0: look younger. I haven't seen Spiral, but I know he looks mm-hmm. younger because of the fact that like he worked out massively. Like he did like the Disney workout to like get like a six pack. Creatine. There it is. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, what, before we break down the movie, what was your guys' first thought? Cause I assume this is your first time watching this one.
1: Yes. I would have had no, I was one years old when this movie came out.
2: I was, wait, <laughs> what month did this come out, Joe? Uh, May. What month did this come out? May. It came out in May. This came out before I was born. So you were, you were <laughs> even a year old,
1: Keith. Yeah. I was just a. Fresh little, fresh little toddler watching Eddie Murphy going ha 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 ha. Keith, ha seven ha. seven months old is not toddler. Okay, I was a, It's an adult. I was in barely a fetus.
2: <laughs> nope, not it either.
1: I was inside a uterus.
2: Nope, nope, nope. You were definitely out of your mother if you were born
1: in eighty six. Um, I was a Reese's peanut butter cup. There it is. I was a hamburger. I was. Candy cane. No. Um. Keith, my first impression. Um, Joe, we're going to need, need to talk about him. That's was, Storks and Burritos or something, right? I don't know. Yep, yes. Yep, 100%, buddy. I believe that. that. All, all, just all, all like I do, Santa. All I do is bust. That's all I know.
0: <laughs> bustin'?
1: Bustin'. <laughs> no, but uh, all uh, reproductive, mysterious parts aside, my first impression is I watched this movie throughout the week, so I, I split it in two, which might have been a mistake. So I was kind of tired while I was watching it.
0: I thought, yeah, we discussed this last time how you were going to try yeah. to do a
1: one, and I failed. one time. You I mean, felt and, hard, yeah. As one does, I failed. But I sp- split in two and it was, this movie was like, it had that, as soon as I saw that uh, it was a Tony Scott direction and for some reason like really popped into my brain, they're, no, they're nothing alike, but I don't know why. But this movie seemed like darker and more serious to me. So it had this like it had a very different energy compared to the first one for me. Is this the first one? Remember, I remember we were talking about how it was like a little more action forward than we thought it was going to be. There's not as much comedy, and this one I thought was even like less comedy forward
0: than the first
1: one. I
0: agree. So that was a
1: that was a bit of a surprise. I thought they would go because I thought they would try to take more advantage of Eddie Murphy because Eddie Murphy's, I mean, he's hilarious. I thought they just
2: went like way more small with the comedy. Like it was a lot of just like off-the-cuff jokes. Mm-hmm. I thought Eddie Murphy was super funny in this with just like random background jokes that like I felt like he probably just was throwing it in there, like off the top <laughs> of the head. But I thought there were funnier moments in this one with just off-the-quip jokes. Like there wasn't good bits in it. And I thought Judge was like fucking hilarious through this movie which Ooh. is like over the top Ooh. just completely snapped and wants to murder everyone and did kind of just murder people who were giving up to the cops at the end of the movie
1: I loved how he became like a super fan of Axel <laughs> he just became like infatuated with him he's like oh, I want to do the bubblegum trick
0: <laughs> yeah there, and there are things in the movie too the fact of you can see like, maybe the subtle change, but you don't know because the fact that with the first movie, you don't know a whole lot about uh, Mr. Rosewood, Billy, uh, from the first one. You just think he's like a young, up and coming cop. And then when you see him in this one, it's like he has a Rambo and Cobra po- movie posters on his wall.
2: I think he kind of snapped when he killed the guy at the end of the first one. Uh, and that's... now he, now he like is hardcore. Cause like, remember, that was the first person he killed was in the first movie. And now I think he fetishizes it and like <laughs> he's he's gotten his taste for blood, and now he's he's gone completely off the
1: defense. The, yeah. the classic cop story. <laughs> uh, uh, for
0: me, I like I enjoyed the movie, but there is a lot of the like there's a lot more not let there's a lot more action in this movie of the fact of what we were saying or what Keith was just saying about how There is some comedy, and we thought that you would forefront the comedy. But like this time, the comedy is more timid. You know, it's just it's not out there more, and it's just like okay, a one-liner here, a one-liner there, but it's in a serious moment.
2: It's basically Eddie Murphy, like, is the comedy in this movie, and it was just like his one-liners that were thrown in there.
0: Yeah, there weren't like like com, there weren't like
2: someone getting thrown through a plate glass window kind of jokes in this one.
1: Like, I think that. Go ahead, Keith. I was saying this movie to me lacked the fish out of water bits that I liked in the first one because that was I liked it, that Eddie Murphy was like like Eddie Murphy this like this uh, tough guy from the working class Detroit goes to yeah. fancy pants Beverly Hills and is around rich people and rich people are silly so let's let's make fun of rich people. <laughs> and I, I just
2: I, don't know if you could have done that for a second time. Though, no, cause I understand because he'd yeah. been there at this yeah. point.
0: But watching the watching this movie it uh, it. It's not a um, faller off, but it's like it's like it's there, this movie is so similar to the first movie, like to yes. you know <laughs> him coming to L.A. from Detroit, him uh, him going going there off, not letting his boss know he's on vacation. The first one, this one, he's undercover. You know they go to the strip joint. Yeah, um, they do the strip. You, joint. you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's just almost like I'm going to be real disappointed if in the third movie there
2: isn't a strip joint. Oh, there needs it. to be
1: because, like, um, that's just
2: a part of the franchise now at this
0: point, right? No, oh, there needs I, to
1: be a gunfight in a strip club
0: in the third one. <laughs> uh, I, I'll just I, let me. I'll just break your heart now because I feel like since this was radar, I feel like. Uh, Beverly Hills Cup oh, no. 3 is PG-13. Oh, no.
2: No, they can't do this to us. Oh, no. Oh, no, it's I was, radar. I was, Never mind. Hang okay. on. Because I was about to say, like, we need to... I think we need to add a ranking and rank best strip club.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I just don't know. I just don't MVP. know if there's a strip joint... <laughs> And the new one, the, maybe there is. I don't know if I, could, I haven't seen Beverly Hills 3 in like 20 oh, years. answer me. Is there a
3: strip
0: club? <laughs> I don't want to spoil myself, all right? I don't want to go to the <laughs> p- parental guide on IMDb and be like, Hold oh, on, there's I'll, no... I'll I'm checking to... right now. I'm checking
2: well, right don't now. Don't
0: spoil it for yourself. Rick, no. how about this? Rick, you'd look at... You, you, Rick, break down the plot. I'll look it up right now. I'm going to go right on to there. Mr.
1: Skin right now. And
0: I'm gonna... <laughs> All so, Rick, right. give us the plot breakdown while I look up that there's any boobs in the third movie. By the Boys. way, uh,
1: fake movie experts promo code uh, Mr. Skin. You'll get a free year.
2: Nope. First of all, there would only be millennials who have any fucking idea what <laughs> Mr. Skin is. Boys, girls, non binary, and everyone in between, please gather around for the reading of the plot to Beverly Hills Cop 2. Also, do you guys ha- re- like when you start saying Beverly Hills? Do you like have to catch yourself from saying Beverly Hills Ninja when we're doing yep. this movie? Yep. I keep trying to say Beverly Hills Ninja.
0: Yes.
3: <clears throat> the
2: year is nineteen eighty-seven. Axel Foley is once again up to his high jinks, deep undercover in the seedy underbelly of Detroit. When he finds out his good friends in Beverly Hills have Come across some trouble. I don't remember the name of
0: the captain. Uh what is it? Not Billy. remember. Uh, 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 Swami like, Swami. They say
2: his name so much for it, and I can't remember what it is. Has been I just, shot. I just know
0: I just know his name is Cox. Uh, <laughs> Cox. Oh I'm, it's right here. It's uh Andrew,
1: Andrew Bogomil. Right.
0: Bogomil. 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 Bogomil has been shot while trying
2: to figure out a new deep case in Beverly Hills. Someone has been committing high-end robberies and leaving strange alphabet codes behind in their wake. Well, when getting too close, the alphabet thieves decide to take Andrew out, shooting him in broad daylight, apparently leaving his just little finger twitching just enough to survive and into the hospital. This brings Axel back Back to Beverly Hills as he teams up with Rosewood and Taggart to try and take down this nefarious crime ring and bring peace back to Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills cop part two.
0: One one of the sad things is we can talk about the first scene about how we love the first scene of the original one because they had the 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 heat is on. Mm-hmm. Keith, the sad thing is the one since they don't do it in this one, but the tagline is the heat is back on. <laughs> really? Yeah, that's the tag. Like the heat's back on. And she's
1: like, then play the damn song again. We're okay yeah. with it. Okay, I'm going to, I got to spoil my opinion real quick because it's been like mm-hmm. eating me. The music didn't bang nearly as hard in this one. For it me. didn't. No, it didn't. And then it's fucked up because I, I, I'm pretty sure I have to correct myself on the research. I'll do it or maybe while recording, but this was an Oscar nominated. There was an Oscar nominated original song in this one. Shake and down. in the first one. The Shake Heat down. is on. Yep. The song that we love and we text each other regularly about. The Heat mm-hmm. is on was an Oscar nominated fucking song.
0: Shakedown. The one in the beginning was also an Oscar nominated song.
1: But the the Academy acknowledged how much of a banger it was in the first one and just didn't do it for me in this one. Didn't do it. Didn't have the same spice. It didn't, They should have got the Eagles guy back, man. Yeah, the music didn't quite, like, there's one song
2: at one point that hit kind of hard, but it didn't have, like, that deep 80s, early 80s, late 70s vibe that the first one had, which, I mean, it's kind of synopsis with, like, the late 80s. The late 80s <laughs> is kind of, like, a super lame time when it comes to, like, <laughs> overall influence on the world arts-wise. So... Well, one of... One of my observations
1: okay. from the first one and just from like watching that little music special feature thing was like how much they cared. It feels like they didn't care about the music in this one as much. No, when they didn't. Feels, they, they, the first one feels like a music video.
0: It's because the they time. blasted the Axle F theme song the whole time while, well, you know, they know that's their go to. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the song Shakedown is performed by Bob Seeger. So the-
1: okay, that's that's pretty cool. Never mind, I take that back. <laughs> <laughs> Everything he just said. No, the back. song the song didn't bang, but Bob it didn't. Bangs. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, like
0: I was saying earlier, like this had that same feel, that same movie, like, but besides the gratuitous dick shot of Eddie Murphy as he's putting up on, putting his pants up, dude, that was fucking hot.
2: Like that, <laughs> like I was like, fuck, Eddie Murphy fucked in the late eighties, early nineties.
0: Well, with, without question. When did uh, he
2: get in trouble for getting a prostitute?
0: Uh, I want to say I know it's early. I'll look it up right here. But I want to say early '90s. I didn't know about that story. Was he
2: the one who got in trouble with the transvestite? Or is that? No, else? that was
0: uh, that was. Um, uh, what's his name? From uh, he was married to. Um, uh, oh my God, uh, Austin Powers girl one. No, it was. It was a
2: transsexual prostitute arrested in Eddie Murphy's car, May second,
0: 1927. Boy, Eddie, that... oh. Hugh Grant. I'm thinking of Hugh Grant.
1: I wonder. It's, it's I thought funny. he
2: like gerbils up his butt. He, oh, no, that's we've
0: Richard had Gere. that conversation before.
2: That's Richard Gear.
0: <laughs> Gear, G- gears with the ger- uh, gerbils. Uh, Hugh Grant's the prostitute, and that. Uh, yeah. Eddie's with the transvestite.
2: <laughs> May, like well, I it actually, I typed like, into Google, "When did Eddie Murphy get caught with a hooker?" and it gives me May like it's a tight, full had, It's a full bold at the top of Google of May second, nineteen ninety seven.
1: Mugshot too, all right. Well, it's, probably. It's funny how we're like we're seeing that through the eighties and early nineties lens. Like, oh, he that, didn't get. He got caught in nineteen ninety seven. Yeah. Eight. Like if if that news had come out now, like I don't. There'd be a whole like, dialogue. It's There'd nothing. be a whole like dialogue about Mexican. I think more the question would be like, why are we
2: still making prostitution illegal? Why isn't this just something taxed and legalized? Yeah. <laughs> Which seriously, why is prostitution just not legalized and taxed
1: so we can protect people better?
0: Yeah, right. yeah um, I'm just saying,
1: uh fuck uh Amy Schumer.
0: <laughs> thank you. Uh
1: Wait, they, where, they, where they, did that come from? politics.
0: <laughs> yeah we we get the uh you know the intro of him like dressing and he has a ferrari and like oh shit and just like what is he doing here and so it's like oh he's still undercover but he's still like going against the boss's order like is is he a, is, does he have a new role you know what i mean like he, he's just a cop or is he's he just no-
2: undercover he's just undercover
0: yeah now he's deep, deep undercover in the first one in this one, but it's basically the first movie, you know, with cigarettes, which I like the good callback to of the fact that they run into the guy that was trying, he was trying to. Solve. Oh yeah, yeah, and he's this he, guy's he, a he, cop.
1: He does the businessman line again. Yeah, it was nice to see the business line, man, the businessman line.
0: But like, like I was saying earlier, there's so many comparisons to the original movie of the fact of like, you know, we had the scene in the first one of him at the warehouse and he's like chewing everybody out because you know he's because he's trying to get to the the box and then in this movie it's the same situation with him um basically stealing the house for the week at the three days that he's going to be in town for you know it's the same thing I'm like hey the, the, the plans of building this house is all wrong you guys just take the week off and I'm gonna hang out in this house for the week
2: that was, i love that was... the bits that axel gets in to just pull this shit off like he's just so confident in what he does as like a grifter that it just works <laughs> it's so ridiculous
1: and then it's he just like flashes his, his
2: badge and makes up titles
1: <laughs> yeah those it he, he pull he pulls that trick a few times in this movie like he, he, they just kind of do the same thing with the hotel room but with the house in this the
0: house or the club when they yeah. go to the stri- when they go to the strip the strip joint and he's like oh the gerald oh, Ford the, thing the, that's gerald ford Boy, that's not him no it is him you know trust
1: me so he just wants to be out of the house that part kind of blew my mind a little bit because the way that the scene played out i it the way they acted it and like the lines were delivered it felt like the owner was like Whatever, this guy's a fucking idiot. I'll just let him in. I don't care, whatever. I I thought, I thought, (laughs) go ahead, Keith. Oh, sorry. And then, like, they implied that he believed him because the waitress lady was like, oh, that's Gerald Ford. And then I kind of didn't like that. I wish they would have stuck with the, like, like Axel Foley didn't really pull one over on this guy, that he was just being that much of an idiot that they didn't really care.
0: (laughs) I, I I was more thinking the fact, like, the guy's like, that's not him. We're not dumb. And then, like two <laughs> seconds later, they're dumb.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was the part that was confusing. I was like, it would have been funny if they like just humored, because it would have been a play on the Axel Foley character if they like, oh, he's just like he's just doing a bit on us, whatever. Just let mm-hmm. him in. It's funny. Go ahead.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but no, we didn't get that. We just got the oh, that he's dumb again. They literally believed him. Yeah. <laughs>
1: like, for what? It's not. What? The, sorry. Just one That's more fine. Gerald. The Gerald Ford part is kind of out there because like people know what the president looks like (laughs) right yeah at at that point like gerald ford wasn't president that long ago it
2: was like keith i think you're really overestimating the american public as we've been shown the last you know six years how real stupid and uneducated the american public is
0: that's true but this is 1987 when some people kind (laughs) of you know but also you
2: have to remember like People didn't have the internet. There weren't photo like, and when photos and stuff were posted, like TVs weren't that crystal clear. They're all pretty fuzzy.
1: Yeah, all there was was TV though. It's like people and the president used to be on TV all the time.
2: Yeah, but TV wasn't like readily available to everyone. There's only one it TV
0: house, not like ten now.
2: It wasn't like the greatest picture. Remember, it's 1987. Like, it's a pretty fuzzy shit shot. <laughs>
0: One thing I didn't like about the, like, one thing I was just disappointed in the movie for is we didn't get uh, serious, Axel Foley. Oh, yeah. Because, like, in the first one, you know, he's just like, when I find out, you know, it's the bad guy, he's like, hey, when I find out that you killed my, uh, when I find out that you did it, I'm gonna like, fuck you up. And then when he has his friend kidnapped, you know, he's like, you touch her, I'm going to kill you. Like, we don't get any of that. In this movie like any serious you know like he's serious about the fact that his the uh, Bogomil got shot and he's worried about the daughter and him like that's the only serious of Foley that we get but so then it becomes the antics
2: once again though I really appreciate that these films have introduced um female side characters who just serve a purpose in helping solve the crime and aren't love interests in any way <laughs>
0: yeah that's yeah.
1: Is, yes. Yeah, Axel Foley like never hooks up with anybody.
0: No.
2: Axel Foley confirmed asexual. <laughs>
1: uh
0: for me, the uh bad guy is like the the PG version of the Zodiac killer.
1: I know that the, the that plot line was boring to me. I, I, I didn't I, care for
0: it. I'll just say it now. This this the villain sucked. Oh, he didn't like he wasn't he, did he didn't nothing. scare
1: me.
2: I mean, like, Bridget Nielsen was way more terrifying oh, than the actual, yeah, like, bad guy.
1: she was. But she was, so, like, she, she was just, like, the, she was, like, the, the enforcer. She was, like, the scary one. She didn't, like, actually have any authority. Like, yeah, the whole, like,
2: overall plot behind, like, the bad guys and how it turned into, yeah. like, selling guns in South America definitely didn't hit <laughs> quite as well as, I mean, let's be honest, the bad guy plot lines in the, both of these movies have been pretty weak
1: yeah or 87 but this, the, this was like they could have had a really good like, kooky plot line because with like reagan and the contras in south america they could have done some like
2: oh, all right keith calm down
1: oh yeah the cia trained rape squads that's all i'm saying well lethal weapon comes <laughs> out the same year yeah. um
0: but like the maxwell Dents, the villain in this movie and he just sucked he did nothing like threatening to be like oh i'm a i'm a mm-hmm. Like, you his know, whole
2: thing was like, oh, I set up mysterious letters that they can't solve until I'm ready for them to solve. And then, like, the whole thing of, like, oh, this name is Carlos. That's Spanish for Charles. Like, first of all, oh, God. No, it's not. No. That's not how that but,
0: works. By the way, uh, Lethal Weapon did come out in 1987, two months prior to <sighs> this movie. So, um, but, like, the, to me, like, it, the. To me, it, I think they try to play it off by having it different in the fact of Ronnie Cox's character, the sergeant or lieutenant, was in charge in the last movie, but then all of a sudden he lost like all his power somehow because then we have the new. Well, apparently you know,
2: everyone in the police force or in the Beverly Hills pre force has been replaced, besides the three of them.
0: Yeah, so it's just like we have the new like commissioner or whatever who, and LA is a political game now. So it's just like you have to be on your top behavior and just like <laughs> I think that was that was a downgrade in my book because of the fact like I love the first one the fact that they're sneaking around and you know they get caught every time they sneak around and it's like the screen killer Ghostface how he gets his ass handed to every time and then this one it's like oh in the first one it's like they get caught and then you know they tell he they you know he lies but they get to tell the truth but in this one it's like they sneak around and they don't get caught or when they do it's just like what is he johnny wishbone he's playing a fake uh uh, psychic and then he's like oh okay get out of here and then you know he makes up the big lie the fact that he's in a what a multi-state
1: uh
0: investigate like task force under investigation or something and then the the like fully that was the
1: one fully prank that i was down with i thought that one worked
0: I think that worked too, but it's just, you know what I mean? Like what I was saying yeah. about how in the first one, they were more clever on knocking cots. And this one is just a blighting, like I'm part of a task force. Call my boss. We have a coked up Paul Reiser who hasn't slept for a month. <laughs> Talk, you know, for two minutes, less than a minute. And just say, yep, he's part of it. Got it. Okay. Bye. Yeah, the I, whole part of this movie that shined was just when
2: you had Taggart, Rosewood and Foley together. Like the three yeah. of them together were so Rosewood's fucking deranged in this movie. Yep. And it's like it's easily the best part
0: about it. We got to talk about it, Billy.
1: <laughs> I love um, like he was the, the he him I I already said it earlier, but him just like fanboying over Axel was the part that made me laugh well, so hard. I he, like, I did laughed. The... <laughs> Go ahead, <laughs> yeah. Oh, he, he did the knife trick. He did the gum thing. He like, oh check it out, I got a knife too. <laughs> he was he it was like, yeah. obsessed with him.
0: <laughs> I, I love the fact it's just like, you know, Billy has all the guns on his door. It's like we gotta talk about that. You know, he uh <laughs> he has the row the the um the duster in the van and in his back of his trunk <laughs> that he always wanted to wear. And it's just like okay, there's a terminator cobra, you know, uh type. You know, action hero. Yeah. Oh, the He's references you're like bringing up—the carrying so,
2: a full arsenal in the back of his car, which you know it's so hard to break into cars in the 1980s.
0: Not, no, as you put it,
1: not enough firepower. So, all the, there's a lot of like action movie references in this movie, and it's weird because this came out in 87. Yep, the movies they're referencing are like not that old because he the references Rambo, and I think that was like 79 or something.
0: Uh, Rambo like, was like whenever Rambo came out. I'm not sure. Rambo like... was 85.
1: Yeah, so it was only two years, so it was like a year before this was that's like filmed. That's like an action movie now, like referencing John Wick or like Cobra
0: was 86.
1: <laughs> so
0: back so... to back in 85, 86, this came in 87. So not two years prior, you're already referencing basically two Sylvester Stallone movies. Also, like, the first so Rambo
2: isn't like what people think about when they think about Rambo oh, yeah. either like that's a, such a different movie when you think about what people think about with Rambo now of, like the fucking thing tied around his head and the huge machine guns like that's, that's
0: three when he's when in like think... Iraq or something <laughs> or in Pakistan or something he's in that's three Yeah,
1: the first the first Rambo is like it's an anti-war movie <laughs> the yeah, it's rest... like, about,
2: like it's not about like the huge action star thing yeah. it's like a huge PTSD movie yeah
1: mm-hmm
0: uh also the the idea when billy kidnapped the uh, not kidnapped he uh steals the uh cement truck to do the chase that bit was probably some of the funniest stuff it's like
2: do you even know if this thing has brakes <laughs> i haven't tried I haven't it yet, tried them yet. <laughs> How, are you driving with your eyes
0: shut are you trying to use the force that
2: bit got me i laughed so hard at that part
0: um, but to uh, earlier in the uh, show, Keith, the idea for them is that they been, became close friends after the first ep- after the first movie. So in the three years, they've spent <laughs> enough time fishing, going on vacations together, getting to know each other, become close.
1: Yeah, it was and pretty well. Like how's to Axel, me- affording, <laughs> huh? Oh, how's Axel affording all those trips across the country? Oh, I'm just saying
2: it's pretty clearly that he's embezzling money from the Detroit Police Department. What's
1: when, that when, line? What's that line they kept saying about like, like I have, like I've I've broken the law in the past. I've I forget the line. He they kept
0: saying up. that he wasn't. He's he was never just a cop.
1: Yeah, but there's a specific. They had a word specific there. line. Yeah
0: I, 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 yeah, I didn't say like he
1: broke the law. It's more like I was like adjacent, like like law breaking adjacent or something. Something. It's like, like that, your tip,
0: yeah. It's it's like your typical uh, action movie when the hero is was, was a past vil, a past criminal, and was like I was never always just a, a cop. Yeah, it's know. like... The there's the like nat- that. That it's scenario, like the
1: Natalie
0: yeah. Portman song, <laughs> which the.
1: Like, the Lonely uh, Island I'm, one? I'm not a role model. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He
2: fractured think. an occasional law.
1: Yeah, there we go. Broke, yeah, fractured,
0: yeah. The, it's the Natalie rap. That's what yeah. the Natalie Portman's oh. on, the Lonely Island.
1: I gotta squeeze I in, drink, in a quick, uh, quick shout-out for a comedy scene I enjoyed. It was a really oh. subtle moment, but we were talking about the strip club scene earlier, and there was a part... When Eddie Murphy does the Eddie Murphy laugh at the eh, scene, eh, but eh, eh,
0: but all eh, of the all eh, of the
1: eh, eh, ah.
0: <laughs> there it is.
1: But all of the all of the audio in the rest of the strip club and the music like makes it so you can't hear any of the dialogue, so You just see him mouth the laugh. So the <laughs> ADR it over, and I know, and you, you like you can't hear it, but it, the laugh is implied, and I thought uh-huh. that was genius. <laughs> Whole strip club, like, bit just felt
2: forced to be a strip club bit because I did a strip club bit in the first one, yeah. And I was kind of okay with it.
0: I like the fact (laughs) he orders like Pepsi, and he's
2: like, How much?
1: Seven bucks. Wait, with no ice, with some serial killer shit.
2: (laughs) I could get blown for seven bucks, yeah. Uh, Back when blowies only cost like five dollars,
1: yeah. The old seven dollar blowy that's not the economy anymore. (laughs) Yeah. God damn inflation. I know it's this that supply chain. <laughs> I hate the supply chain. Yeah. Ru- ruining my blowies. I'm sticking like, right. sticking Biden
2: stickers on Hooker's
1: forehead saying <laughs> I did this because oh,
2: my blowjob yeah. cost
1: $20 now. Yeah, just sticking like a, a side-by-side photo of a blowy for seven and a blowy <laughs> for 19. Yeah. <laughs> oh Do you want
2: teeth so do you want
0: stupid? Do you want gums or not? Because that's what's <laughs> that's the difference in
2: uh, I can't uh, even get a car made because some fucking whack jobs in Canada parking their big rigs in the way.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever been to a, uh, what, the fuck, what is it? The, uh, uh, what is it called? Not Dicks, but uh, the at Gateway next to the mo- the movie. Oh, Cabela's. Cabela's. Have you ever been to Cabela's? How many hitches are like fucking in the war zone or trying and drive between those?
2: Dude, oh, I went to Cabela's once, and I was like, I'm never coming into this store again. I feel no. so uncomfortable and out of Dude, place.
1: They got they got some good jackets in there. They got fudge. <laughs> um, fudge. I, I, I will say I like the idea that they try to get
0: uh, the lieutenant from the first movie somewhat more in this movie and have a more purpose in this movie with him not being in it.
2: Did anyone else think at the end of the movie when um Axel Foley got saved and Bridget Nielsen got shot that it was gonna be the lieutenant who ended yes. up standing there? I was yep. kind of disappointed that it was Tagger. I wanted the lieutenant to get some screen time and get an awesome <laughs> moment. Because it would also have been a good callback to the first one when the lieutenant yeah. saved him that time.
1: Yeah. By the way, real big like psychopath line right there. He just blasts that broad like seven bullets into her then he says women dude." <laughs> that whole ending sequence like I don't think the bad guys
2: were the bad guys No, they, they literally thought- used an RPG blew up a truck threw two grenades into a truck all they, did was- they
0: didn't know how he was using the, the, the
1: uh, rocket launcher he was reading the instructions mm. all they were doing was like stealing some money <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> Well, I mean, Keith, they were trying to, like, funnel a bunch of weapons to, like, you know, do commit mass genocides in Central America. But Dude, like... Literally,
1: Ronald Reagan was president right now. That's what he was doing. So that's totally acceptable. There it is.
2: But, like, also when guys were, like, running away, like, Billy was just, like, as cops were pulling up, Billy was still just, oh, just shotgun shooting people in the back. Him. <laughs> he
0: what was just chasing fuck? them. I love it. I love that. I also, just love that.
2: I've, one of the worst things in movies ever was during the gunfight and Billy's fucking dual wielding shotguns, holding loved them it. away I, from I his body. Oh, like, yeah. first of all, he's asking to snap his motherfucking wrists. Shotguns have an insane amount of kickback. None of this. Not would in work.
0: movies, buddy. Not in movies,
1: dude. That's just how much of a study he is. <laughs>
0: and I love the fact, I love the fact that he does the same thing he did in the first one, of after basic killing thirty people on melee mode he's like all right everybody you're under arrest (laughs) yeah except this
2: time he waited till some cops showed up and shot one of them in the back before telling them they were under arrest it
1: took you so long i'm glad they brought that joke back though yeah (laughs) i love that i was just laughing like you just legit killed 40 people now you're gonna arrest them and like while we're just flesh wounds and while we're on the topic of billy being like a low-key like psychopath like they go to his house and it's filled with plants And he has names for them. Yeah, like I'm 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 really happy to have gotten the Billy background. Like he is a like just an ice chewing psychopath. Like
0: (laughs) we got we got him in both in this way of like we had Billy with him and his craziness, and then we have Taggart with his wife leaving him. And getting divorced for like the third time. What and, uh,
3: was
2: that storyline? It was so weird. Like Billy just talking to him through the whole movie about how he's a
3: shitty husband. How,
0: I love it. Too. This is how shitty is this how crazy Billy is in this movie. The fact
1: he's just like, you know what? Good for her leaving you piece of shit.
3: It
0: was you know? so
2: weird.
1: The Tiger's my boy. He tagger's my favorite. He's so good. And,
0: and I saw the fact at the end when like they're getting back together, and he's like, Oh, nice, it's because you got him between the legs no the, the the mother-in-law didn't have a tv so she came back
2: no it was she didn't have cable no, so cable. she had tv she just didn't have cable that's
1: such like a like a 90s sitcom line like oh uh, there's no cable <laughs> i think one of my favorite bits with taggart though
2: was when they were at the strip club and like the d- ladies just going to town and he's just got like this stupid shitty eating grin on his oh, face yeah. looking at boobs <laughs> like yeah boobs are great
1: dude boobs are great funny.
0: Uh, speaking Dude. of boobs this is the first time that the uh, Playboy Mansion was filmed in a movie Dude.
1: That's a, I love that fact that's a cool Hugh fact
2: Hugh Hefner with like actual color in his hair was so bizarre to me like <laughs> I like the only image I have of Hugh Hefner in my brain is the white haired stallion Hugh
0: Hefner yeah also <laughs> uh, this is the first film Eddie Murphy wrote or co-wrote in. Uh, for this as kids, people if- <laughs> say that he had a big ego trip in this movie
1: I was gonna um, say I- I wonder if he just like did a bunch of improv and like insisted that he get a writing credit. Yes. Um, <laughs> so
0: Paramount wanted this movie after the uh, after the first movie, they wanted to make this a TV show, uh, yeah. but Murphy turned it down, and but he was willing to do the sequel. Uh, they brought in Tony Scott because of the hit, because of how successful uh, Top Gun was. Um, but the movie was originally going to be filmed in London and Paris. However, the script was rewritten after Murphy uh, expressed a she to a film outside the United States.
1: See, there is our fish out of water opportunity I was talking about earlier. Like, watching Axel Foley, like, try to deal with, like, people with English accents would have been pretty funny.
0: Like, this <laughs> time around, he knew where he was going. You know what I mean? Like, chips, man, chips.
1: <laughs> um,
2: Please never do an Eddie Murphy impression again. Yeah, come
1: I'm on. sorry. Uh, like, can we uh hey, just let's, try work uh, on the laugh? Uh, uh,
2: uh, uh, no, I'm,
1: uh, we'll go in uh we we can cut that in the uh, post. I really can't because I don't know the time. <laughs> if I if I knew also, how
2: ain't, ain't no one putting in that much work for this. No, movie. I'm pretty sure
1: we're we're at the 69-minute mark.
0: I'll, oh, 69 double minutes? check. It checks out. <laughs> uh one of the funny things about as Keith put in improv, the whole scene with Gilbert Godfrey and Eddie was all improv.
2: God, that was a great fucking scene, too. Not That but, doesn't surprise me that Eddie Murphy and Gilbert Gottfried could fucking just freebase a great scene, though.
0: Yeah. Uh, also, Keith, finding out, um, just re- in the research here, uh, Bob Seeger did Shakedown, down, but they wanted get Glenn Frey to come back, but he lost his voice.
1: Oh, <laughs> That was a tragedy.
0: Yeah, so he
1: recruited Seeger to be his replacement. Dude, that guy... Those song people. Was it the same the, like, the same songwriters? The same I think so, yeah.
0: That's cool. Um also during this movie, uh Tony Scott and Bridget Nielsen had an affair. Oh, sick So
1: that's... so I mean, much she... Coke, dude. So much Coke. She was a
2: she was a smoke show. I mean, I wasn't prepared
1: for it. I could also be seen being pulled in by Bridget Nielsen. Yeah. Yeah, he was. I don't, know, Ari, I don't know if either of you were familiar with the, the Resident Evil village, like the Lady Dimitrescu online discourse. I mean, I, I like, am uh, aware that everyone wants her to squish them. Yeah, yeah, she was. Yeah, the big like the big like mommy fetish thing. I yeah. wonder if he like just wanted to get stepped on.
2: <laughs> mommy? No. Mommy? No. Mommy? No.
0: <laughs> mommy? What type of country club was that that they went to that had a gun range?
2: it wasn't a country club it was was it not i thought it was it was a gun club oh it was just a very high-end creepy ass gun
1: club
0: so so there we go comparison first movie country club second movie gun club
1: yeah i felt like the bad guys the like the storyline didn't do it like the moment to moment this movie was enjoyable but like the bad guy shit just like didn't pull me in on this. And like, like the sweet heist scene was
2: cool. I enjoyed the heist scenes and like they are well put together.
1: I love, I've got a whole ass, I've got a whole big ass note about the jewelry, the jewelry store scene. Cause it's like a when lot of first scene. A lot of like video games and action movies since then have that scene. That's a very like token action movie scene. And it's, it's always cool. Like, there's an exact Grand Theft Auto 5 mission where you, like, rob a jewelry store. It's, like, it's the exact same plot and exact same, like, camera angles. Like,
2: I mean, I also, I enjoyed all the heist scenes. Like, the heist of the, like, money place, where the money depository was yeah. good. Like, but they just, they weren't threatening. And, like, the bad guys gave up at the end of the movie like two versus like 20 billion like there were so many more people and they're just like the back the other truck blew up they're like
1: that's it we give up it's like like you almost know the bad guys the bad guys almost like should have won
0: when you have Billy going around going Rambo style with two shotguns in each hand you know there's an issue there
1: like what action movie came out two years ago that could be referenced in a movie now (laughs) like that like I don't know It was well.
0: It was 2020, so nothing came out in 2020.
1: Yeah, there was. There aren't. Yeah, that's right. There haven't been movies in the last 18 months.
2: It was also just weird seeing the detective from the original CSI with that bleach blonde hair, looking as old as he looked in the original CSI in 1987.
0: Uh, Paul (laughs) uh, Gaffoyl, Paul Gaffoyl as uh, (laughs) Nikos Tampolous, the owner of the strip joint.
1: It's like okay. Oh, I got to shout out another funny scene for me here. Yeah, I want to call it because I keep on hinting that like Taggart is one of my dudes. Yeah, but there's the the scene with him at the swimming pool when Eddie Murphy just keeps teasing him and teasing him and teasing him, and he yeah. just gets furious and falls in the pool. I was belly laughing at that shit, well, man. I love he's it. like, I told you I was slippery, <laughs> which he did. That scene was pretty goddamn funny. And it was so like, oh, he's probably gonna fall in the pool. <laughs> That's a so.
0: That is a so eighties movie to have like the your main star who's a comedian you know and he's like laying in the pool with all the all the information all the research that you need and it's just like he could drop it in the water and it could be just all gone i love <laughs> the tv being
2: run to the pool side like could you just like it's not like today where you can take like your laptop outside? Yeah. Yet. Like the idea of having to run an extension cord and then having <laughs> a coax cable long enough to get from your cable jack to yeah. outside for the TV to
1: go. Yeah, him getting that house that that, little, that that was a little that was a little that was a bit much for me. I don't know. It's like an entire that house. Is what
2: breaks you in this movie? Well, no.
1: I mean, a little bit, I maybe mean, I don't know. But like he the way he like did they had him they've relied too much on the foley bit in this movie. Yeah. He does he does that a lot where he just did, he, he just does a voice and sweet talks people. It's like his superpower.
0: Well, this time it's just running people off the job site saying, "Hey, get out of here. You know, I'm from the <laughs> board of, you know, labor or whatever the hell it is. You guys got to get out of here." Yeah.
1: I feel like they, it would have taken that contractor about like half a day to sort that out. Oh. <laughs> like-
0: let me call it in. You know? Yeah, hold on.
1: This is this is silly. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess the like
2: thing they were trying to point out was that the couple was in Hawaii, so yeah. like he, he would need to reach them, and like people don't have cell phones, so it's not as easy to just that's reach true. people. Got to remember, it's not as easy to do things in 1987 as it is nowadays, where we're all connected at any moment, any given moment. <laughs> that's,
0: that's true. Uh, one of the things in this movie, that, like I was so confusing watching the first movie, is. The fact that when you think of Beverly Hills Cop, you think of the Detroit Lions jacket that he wears like the <laughs> entire movie. And I was like watching the first one. I'm like, where the hell is the jacket? And I'm like, oh, he never wears it in this one. It's this one and the next one is like the trademark for him of this wearing the Lions jacket at all times.
1: I like the cutoff sweatshirt. I was thinking of the cutoff arms sweatshirt.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. hey, hey, man, I love those.
1: That's a good look. It's like the boxer
0: look. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh no i i, I enjoy those cut off uh, sweatshirts leave me alone about that one but i'm with joe on this one those things are fantastic yeah they are they look they're probably comfy they, they are. are
2: they're great in the summertime. <laughs> yeah when you still want to be able to wear sweatshirts but it's a little warm for an art for a long sleeve
1: yeah and it makes it look like you're training for a wrestling meet
0: yep exactly <laughs> uh but uh I don't know this movie like i was saying this movie is as a whole it's like it's good but there's a lot of things you'd be like oh, that's the first one they just did it in this way that you know there's
2: it feels very late 80s early 90s sequel like
0: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> it's not awful but like
0: i've seen it before somewhere you know i've seen it's, it it's kind of just there there's,
1: yeah. there's I've, I've got a lot of like positive notes and thoughts about this movie but like overall I didn't terribly enjoy it that much and it makes me really worried for three no you should be. And you yeah, should be. three
2: three's pretty lowly rated
1: like I'm there's a sure no reason why we haven't had a new one since 94 or whatever and we probably after seeing this one I don't want a new one <laughs> yeah so you so sure stick four. with two
0: Just stick with two yeah
1: uh, I, I don't even like want to watch four
0: <laughs> well it's gonna probably happen <laughs> yeah. you, I he has a new Eddie Murphy has a new movie coming out with uh, Jonah Hill. So that's going to be weird on uh, Netflix. Yeah.
1: So. Oh, of course. That's not a movie, that's a TV movie.
0: <laughs> Is Netflix TV movies, for you Keith?
1: Yeah, Netflix doesn't make movies, they make TV movies. They make webs, they make web series. They they
0: get rid of TV movies after a year, then when they have their own TV show, it's gone after a season and a half because you know, people don't watch it or they just don't think people will, so like Cowboy Bebop, it's like all right, one season, call it good. <laughs> Fuck you, fans.
2: Gotta love Netflix.
1: Wait, oh, Rick, as, a, as our uh, our local anime correspondent, are you a Cowboy Bebop fan, and have you seen the original, and did you like the Netflix one?
2: Uh, I have seen the original. I do love Cowboy Bebop. It's, like, one of my original animes that made me love anime. Oh, it's, with, a, um, it's, a,
1: it's a classic, the way I understand it.
2: Oh, what the fuck is the other one? I can't remember what it's called. Outlaw Star was, like, a couple of the animes that were, like, my first non- dbz sailor moon animes that got me into anime because it is like the crazy space cowboys which is, of course is why i love things like uh firefly and stuff i've not watched the live action yet because i've heard such like mid reviews about it but i'll watch it at some point even though it's canceled already but i mean <laughs> just like cowboy bebop will never get a like true end to the whole story
0: uh, this movie did have the highest grossing weekend of 1987. so there oh, That was probably a... doesn't bode well for <laughs> oh, no. movies in
1: 1987.
0: That's probably well, like when Last Crusade came out. <laughs> um, let me look it up right now. 1987 movies. We can if find if out Last Crusade came out.
1: came out and I got that other prediction of mine right, the 2009 thing, I'm going to...
0: IMDb's best movies of 1987, all right? what the hell princess oh. bride hey well
1: joe's well while while lore master is doing this i gotta do a, i gotta do a quick sidebar for you guys i think you'll appreciate yeah i think i figured out i think i was i've been talking to you guys i want to figure out how to do super bowl betting i think i figured out how to gamble in the super bowl with my phone congratulations there's an app you download it's yeah, legal games.
2: in oregon yeah. yeah i did it
1: and I'm gonna do it and I'm excited and I think I figured it out. I don't know anything about what I'm betting on.
2: Oh, okay. Like it's been legal to gamble in this state
1: for like two years. Okay. I'm I'm over that hump. Now I just gotta figure out like how to make a thousand dollars. Oh, well, that's oh, a lot. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so I mean you state... can definitely lose a thousand dollars. Is that okay? No, my goal yeah. is to my goal is to make a thousand off a hundred. Yep, yeah, there it is. Like on the Super Bowl?
0: Yes. He's gonna do it on the coin flip. He's just going to do the coin flip because people flip, bet on the coin then, flip. Uh,
1: Your
2: odds wouldn't be high enough to make I it. Guess,
1: grand out I, in the I Gatorade. guess I'm supposed to. I was talking to some work people. Like, I guess I'm supposed to bet on Krupp. Krupp? Coop, Coop? Coop or Cup? Yeah, Cup. To do what? I'm, right? so, yeah. I'm supposed to like uh, do good or something, get a bunch yeah, of yards. Pie,
0: like first touchdown. So you're taking yard, the yeah.
1: over on his yards.
0: Or yeah, I'm I mean, gonna bet like on
1: yards and touchdowns Keith, with him. Keith, I'll help you. I'll help you tomorrow. Okay. Also, Thank Keith, you. there's no
2: way you're gonna get the odds to make a grand off a hundred bucks.
1: Okay. I wanna make I mean you could bet on a
2: lot of things out Keith, at Keith once that is
1: but it's all somebody it put like down impossible. one mil. Okay, I, I want to make enough to buy a six-pack of Tallboys of PBR.
0: There it is. As easy. Off a hundred dollars. There it is. <laughs> you, can,
1: you can lose a hundred dollars. I can or promise just, you that, buddy.
0: Or spend a hundred million, uh, spend a hundred dollars on just six pack of tall boys
1: that's stupid okay. what if i went 200 then i could get double that
0: there you go uh movies that came out in 1987 full metal jacket Ooh, kubrick the princess bride the first movie that we did on fake movie experts predator oof evil oh, wow. dead evil dead 2
2: so there's good movies.
0: RoboCop, Lethal Weapon, Planes, Trains, and
1: Automobiles. Okay, 87 was a hell of a year. <laughs> Lost I feel Boys, like those movies that weren't big, like,
2: That's a lot of movies that are like cultish big, but aren't like big hell- movies.
0: Dirty Dancing, Hellraiser, Fatal Attraction, Overboard, dude, dude. Adventures and Babysitting, La Bamba. Dirty Dancing and Hellraiser. La, la, la,
2: la, la, la Bamba.
0: Uh, Running Man. Um I'm just <laughs> la, 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 like I'm. I'm just. La, 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 la. I'm just saying. Movie. There's a shit ton of movies. I'm not saying because we. I know we haven't seen them. Uh Three Men and a Baby. You know there was. There's 50 and movies. And I just gave, named off like 20 because I know we know those movies. We should name, totally you know? do
2: the Three Men and a Baby franchise at some point. I would definitely I doing... made two of those movies.
0: They're doing another one. <laughs> is that, or is it a show. reboot
2: or is it a new one?
0: Uh, it's a reboot, isn't reboot, it? Reboot, I believe.
1: We le, put ourselves le, 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 in a weird
2: predicament with Ghostbusters and like, do we because like, I don't think we should because they're alternate universe things. I don't think we should have included that shitty Ghostbuster movie in our Ghostbuster watch.
0: We need take, to take it out. You <laughs> take it out and redo the rankings. No,
2: because we committed to it on that one. But now like we're, it's the question of like, do we commit to like um,
0: quasi
2: movies that are a part of films?
0: As I was looking the Ghostbusters today, I guess there's rumors a TV show now happening, not a movie that yet. I mean,
2: yeah. I'm totally fine for that. I'm all about Prestige TV and less about movies nowadays. We have better Prestige TV.
0: Yeah. Um Is there anything in this movie that you
1: guys did that you guys did not like? I already complained to, my problem was that the music wasn't memorable. Like the music was probably good, but it like it didn't stick with me like the other movie did. Like I think that's just kind of the movie altogether. Like it's just
2: to use one of some people's favorite heels and wrestling right now the movie is just kind of mid like it's like it wasn't bad like you don't come away from this movie and be like well that was a piece of shit you definitely don't come away from this movie and be in like fucking masterpiece greatest thing ever like it's just it's kind of there it's kind of like a classic you're not doing anything at six o'clock on a Sunday and it's on <laughs> on TBS so you throw on Beverly Hills Cop 2 because it's on and there's nothing else on because it's the middle of yep. summer and you don't like baseball
1: this is a TNT-ass
0: movie. <laughs> yeah. uh, there was a delete scene in, uh, that took place at the shooting club where all three men carefully sneak past a hallway with several lasers covering it. That would have been um, sick. Axel tells Taggart to blow cigar smoke across the floor to expose the lasers, and the trio carefully straddle the lasers and sneak across the hallway to Dent's office. Uh, however, the director, Tony Scott, deleted the scene because the pacing of the movie was too much he and and was gone truth. direct
1: entrapment with uh Catherine Zeta Jones.
0: Did he? Oh, I'll look that up for <laughs> no, you. I don't know. No,
1: <laughs> I will never not think about Catherine Zeta Jones and entrapment with lasers and smoke. It's
2: also hard for me to buy that shit because, like, Beth Buster's had a whole episode about that. How it's all no, like. No, no,
1: no. She did it. No. <laughs> <laughs> don't. It, Ricky, if you ruin Catherine Zeta Jones and lasers for me right now, I'm going to. Just get off of the Zoom chat right now. Yeah, he's done. He's just gonna <laughs> oh, walk no. away. What would
2: we ever do with Keith and all of his mid-takes not being on the podcast?
0: Uh, Hold on, John I've, got, Emile... I've got strong opinions about Catherine
1: Zeta-Jones.
0: John Emile did Entrapment, and he also directed The Core. So, uh... I can
2: love The Core. Such a good, bad movie.
0: Um,
2: I'll yeah. go to my deathbed with Core and stealth happily on my viewing screen. Yeah.
0: Uh I don't know about that. Like the so. eternal
1: the eternal flame in DC, but it's always <laughs> playing stealth. still. yeah. Everyone else is mad,
2: but I'm just like fuck yes. Yeah, they
1: stealth. have some like so- they have some solemn soldier with a rifle over his shoulder standing over your grave, just like clicking rewind. Yep. <laughs> uh I did
0: like in the movie that Axel introduces himself as Richard James. Or no, no, oh, yes. As- yes, yeah. as- yep, yep. yep rick james uh who uh, helped produce the 1986 uh eddie murphy's 1986's album
2: my girl <laughs> likes to party all the time, party hey, that all the time i'll tell you that right now
1: i mean yeah there's nothing wrong with my girl likes to party all the time dude the, i was watching the i, I was excited for beverly, beverly hills Cop too because you were talking your album it reminded me of it i was watching the johnny carson interview with eddie murphy like right like for promoting this movie that was some cool, it was a cool footage because Eddie Murphy was so good at making this movie sound like big and crazy and exciting and they showed the yeah. clip of him talking about the bullets so they made you think this movie was going to have him doing lots of cool detective shit and like and the interview was like, the, the interview was like more fun than the movie because Eddie Murphy was like so excited. Johnny Carson was pretty
3: good mm-hmm. at interviewing
1: him. Did you guys little... notice some of the QC stuff
2: in this movie that was completely and totally off? No, Not like the police in one in one, they used the police car chase scene twice in the movie of them hitting that hard turn and the turtle <laughs> oh, light <nice>. flying off. <laughs> Hell they yeah. use that part twice. And then in the next <laughs> shot, the light was back on top of the car.
0: Oh, also, yeah, I did see that. I did notice that.
2: And then in one of the last fights, the guy who puts the gun to Foley's head, and then they get in a fight. When they're fighting, he has he has sunglasses on at first. And they start fighting. And when he grabs Foley and shoves him up against the wall, he does not have sunglasses. Awesome. We then cut to Foley kicking him in the nuts. His sunglasses are back on.
0: Uh, <laughs> it's a uh, that remind that I uh, watched a movie on the uh, queue, uh, Mac and Me. It's the fake ET movie. And there's a scene where uh, a, one of the kids is reaching out of a van to pick up something, like grab someone. And like as he reaches out, he has like uh, sunglasses on. But when the camera cuts back into the van, he doesn't. But then he goes back outside and he has the glasses on. It's just like, eh, you know, yeah, good the work, quality guys. Con-
2: The quality control uh, below what it needs to be.
0: But I did notice the uh, light fly off the uh, roof of the car and then all of a sudden it's like back on it.
2: But they use the that part where he turns super hard and the light falls off. They use that twice in the movie. Like it's some like fucking old TV series where they just reuse chase scenes over and over again yeah. in a fucking movie. Uh,
0: one of the things, one of the things I like, one of the scenes I liked is when uh, Murphy goes to the gun club the first time and he has the bag of vitamins and he's like, this is some nuclear weapon that if you sneeze or make a phone call and, it, you know, he threw water on him to make himself super sweaty and stressful. Like, Hey, Here, here, here it is. I'm leaving. I love
2: the bit with the guy where he's like, Oh, what's the year of this? And he tells him the year, and he just throws water in his face, goes, Yes, yes, that is the year. 19 is yep, yep, 1970. I was just odd.
0: I don't want to. I have twins, you know, they have uh, ponytails, you know. What what do I do to get this out of here? Give me money.
2: He stole money from a lot of people in this movie.
0: Two hundred
2: like, and gave it to other people. It was very weird. Yeah.
0: He he's a he was a modern day uh, Robin Hood. You know, steal from the rich.
1: That was cool. How he got the two hundred bucks from Godfrey. I like that scene. I, <laughs> that like, seems
0: oh, funny. That seems funny. Like, yeah. hey, you have twenty five uh, tickets. Is this your <laughs> goddamn wife? And like, Godfrey picks up the phone and shows, "You bitch," and like hangs up. Like, oh, that yeah, that was funny.
1: that's was very... Yeah. There was a
2: lot of uh, women bashing in this movie. It was kind of like
1: awkward. <laughs> it was yeah, like the when the Taggart was, like blasted her at the end. That was all. And that joke is only funny in 1987.
2: <laughs> and just like him shitting on his wife like the whole movie, like I, and Eddie Murphy just
0: constantly calling women bitches. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> but you know it's that it's that uh, for me in this movie, the fact of like there's so many gunshots but, like. In Keith's mind, you know the uh, the effects, you know the blood packets and stuff. Like there, there was like none of that. When Bridget Nilsson gets blown away at the end, she's fine. You know, there's like no wounds, there's no blood, there's nothing. She just falls oh, it, around was like, and it was like better, like
1: better in the first one.
0: Oh yeah, it was
2: super <laughs> funny when she shot that dude in the head, and like his head just went back, but there's no hole in his head. Yeah, there's, like yeah. a bunch of red paint just sprays on the wall.
1: Yeah, like this, I was like, like where's the-, the where's the wound? It's like the 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 cinematography was better with the violence in the first one, like when the the hallway scene with Mike or Mickey, whatever his name was, Mikey. getting blasted. Like
0: Mikey, yeah.
2: That, that scene, Keith, come on. There was no blood in that scene. They literally just held a gun over his head, shot.
1: There was no blood or anything. No, but that just the, coiled and his head went. Oh, no, that's what I'm saying. Like that scene to me came across as like more like violent and disturbing. Yes. Just like the way that it was shot and the way they moved their bodies, like there didn't need so, to be a bunch of blood for that to be so, like gory and gross.
0: When the guy got shot, did he just quantum leap? Yep. <laughs> yeah. On to the onto the next uh, one. On to the next one. But yeah, like he got shot, and I was like, "Where's the wound?" There's like no blood from his head. He just falls over, and like what Rick said, there's like a splatter paint on the floor on the wall. It's like
2: the funniest part about the spray on the paint is it definitely came from like a downward to the right angle, so it was definitely yeah. someone just off camera. With like a spray gun, just shooting yeah. it up on the wall. If,
0: no, they probably had like a a, a brush. Whoosh, there you
2: go. <laughs> it was very comical to me.
0: Bob it Ross is on the freaking screen. Whoosh, there we go. I Happy. I can't place. remember
2: what you said the budget was for the first one, but I, I feel like it probably had to be bigger than this one.
0: Thirteen million like, for the budget for the first one.
2: Like it, I feel like it's going to be less because I feel like they. <laughs> I mean they did still destroy a whole lot of cars in this one like it, if we don't get a bunch of more destroyed cars in the third one I'm going to be if I don't get weird strip club scene that seems unnecessary and a bunch of cars getting run over by a much larger vehicle then what why why are we even making Beverly Hills cops movies like well, that's what's like,
1: synonymous with them This movie was more action packed but like I felt like the like the cigarette truck chase was like a lot better I thought than in the first one than any chase in this movie yeah, uh, to me, I did just,
2: appreciate like... the callback in this one to the first one of the dude yeah. hanging out the back of the money truck, though.
1: Yeah,
2: but they still had someone yeah. hanging off a door as they're driving
3: away.
0: <laughs> Whoa,
2: <laughs> like, oh, good callback! Good callback.
0: <laughs> and, and then, like I said earlier in the show, about how they, they run into the same guy, it's like, you're a cop. Like, he's like, he's my cousin. It's like, I don't know what, who I don't know what he is to you, but he's a cop to me. I spent <laughs> three years in the prison. That scene was really good to me, dude. I also couldn't
2: get over how brutally Eddie Murphy drove that Ferrari.
0: Like watching him do that, the... I'm like, when Jesus he... Christ, dude! You're gonna blow that thing up. Those things are fragile. When he drove out of his parking spot, I thought he crashed the car <laughs> because he he drives out of a parking lot in, into an alley, and like uh, uh, to the camera shot alone, there was a car to the left. And I honestly thought he ran into the car. Like it had it had to be like a pinpoint, you know, right turn for him not to miss the, the the car or the uh trash, you know, all the trash cans out there and shit like that. It's just like you know.
2: It's also funny to me when they name the price of that car and they're like, that Ferrari cost sixty-three thousand dollars. I'm like my truck cost like fifty five thousand. It was That's fifty thousand. It was even yeah. less than he said. He no, said he 50, said fifty thousand, and Eddie Murphy corrected him. Oh yeah, 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 63, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was sixty three, but
0: he talked it down from like sixty nine or something, and then
2: <laughs> I'm just like God, my fucking truck I bought two years ago cost like fifty five. That's so And then funny. Paul
0: Reiser you know, on his coke bins. It's so weird.
2: It. So weird for weird, like Evening Star. Paul Reiser to be a coked out head with two prostitutes.
1: Like as far as comedy goes, I thought it was funny because there was like nothing like foreshadowing that this guy's just like a partying like a party or drug dude. So like oh, it was yeah. really funny that they just like all all of a sudden like oh shit this guy was like up all night with these women doing blow. Like,
0: because in I- the first one we see him <laughs> and we saw him for like one scene, and then this movie he's basically like playing to Eddie Murphy in probably in real life too. Can I have a more role
1: more yeah. part in this movie. I was an aliens, damn it. <laughs> I mean, like his bit with his, his bit with Todd was good when he's crouching underneath the desk. Hey, this ain't my <laughs> office. Like, like I thought I thought that was funny.
2: <laughs> you could tell Todd's like motherfuckers coked out of his mind.
1: Yeah. See, that's I, what I wish this movie had more of people like knowing the grift was happening and like letting it happen. Like that the Gerald, that's why the Gerald Ford bit kind of upset me a little bit. It was like, come on. Like, that's a good opportunity here. <laughs> well, because
0: in the first movie, you had one person knowing the bit, and that was Eddie Murphy. Yeah, and this one, it was uh, Paul Reiser, Judge Reinherd, uh John, you know Taggart, the wa- the the sister of the lieutenant. I mean, the daughter. Um, you know, like so. Everybody in this one, everybody
1: knew the bit, but his real boss, the Detroit well, because- Commissioner. Like eventually, like you can't for a third movie, like any movie can't just get away with just doing a voice and tricking a tricking people. Well, I feel like we'll he find has out to, now, to actually Beverly. be a part of the Beverly Hills
2: Cops at that point, right? Like Todd yeah. has fired him because he's just tired of his bullshit and the fact that he's probably embezzled <laughs> thousands of dollars from Detroit.
0: I, I mean, call Beverly Hills Three Cop, uh, Beverly Hills, th- uh, Beverly Hills Cop Three, like back for seconds in like, L.A. or something. I you know, that's that- what it's
1: going to be called. Like, it'd be funny if there was a moment in three when he gets told to go fuck himself. Like, get out of here. You're trying to grift? get out of here with that bullshit. Are you kidding me? I <laughs> mean, what they should do for it, the it. movie is have Taggart and Rosewood
2: go to Detroit. Yeah. As like a flop on the movie.
0: My my assumption is back to L.A. Part I three. really
1: hope that, there's, that they don't come up with another reason to go back to L.A. <laughs>
0: we'll find out in three um and then four we... <laughs>
1: yeah
0: and four backer backer to la um
1: in covid <laughs> is it in covid yeah he's like doing uh, a laugh through the mask uh, 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 uh. <laughs> 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 he should have fully been anti-vaxxer that'd be pretty oh funny. good god <laughs> you already got dave
0: Chappelle being one all right also
2: anti like everything housing.
1: Yeah,
0: anti-forward housing too. you he He's
2: is. become like everything he hated back in the day. No, it's so weird.
1: Dave Chappelle, his I I watched his new stand-up bit. I watched it the whole thing. He's just a grandpa on he's just a Facebook grandpa now. His his takes are shit. I mean, <laughs> it's almost like it's
2: not always race that corrupts people. It's kind of like it's just yeah. copious amounts of money that make people terrible people.
1: Yeah, it's like yeah. yeah, he's 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 just a jerk now. Too much money and time. So let me ask you guys this. <laughs>
0: Is the comedy, or we can put it to the awards, is the comedy better in this one, or the first one? So for, for now. What, which movie do you guys think was funnier? I think I laughed more in this one,
2: with just Eddie Murphy's off-the-cusp jokes. But there wasn't like any actual bit set up. It was just because of Eddie Murphy one-liners. I think I laughed more.
0: I laughed I think I laughed more in this one because of the fact that it wasn't just Eddie being the comedic part. Judge Reinhold was funny as hell in this one.
1: Um but um I th- yeah I I think that this the this movie yeah I, like the jokes are maybe a little more dense but I thought that they the first movie was just so much more charming for me with with the humor. Like I, it was just it was Cuz they more- actually like set up
2: bits and like actually had like comedic timing in it instead of just like one liners or a fucking insane dude.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> the first one had surge.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um this one did not. This one we got Gilbert Godfrey the. Alpha, nothing uh,
1: there was no the nothing, there was nothing duck. close to surge in this one.
0: Yeah. They
2: didn't they cut back on the gay jokes. There's no real gay joke that's,
1: that's probably That's probably good. <laughs>
2: I will say though again, I also loved my. thing. my favorite one-liner in the entire movie, though, was when the shitty police chief was kicking Eddie Murphy out at one point. And he goes, "Is this a black thing?"
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. That like, fucking. He, that got me. That was so he, funny. And he like winked straight ass at the camera when he did that yeah. joke. <laughs> it's like got yep
0: wink. Um, so the budget, Rick, you uh, was thirteen for this uh, for the first one. And you said, what do you take a guess for this one?
2: I thought it'd be lower just because it felt like it had less polish on it, but it probably ended up being higher because they used stuff like the oh, Playboy Mansion and shit. And like, so it probably costs more money.
0: Uh, well, I'll just say this. Uh, Eddie Murphy's uh, gro- uh, con- uh, budget for his $8 million, So I'll give you that. It doubled Jesus. from the first one. Uh, the budget for this movie was $28 million. Dude, $8 million in 1987.
1: That's an insane amount of money to do a movie. I'd retire. If someone get, if someone wrote me a check for $8 million right now. You
0: said that last week with $4 million.
1: Sure, yeah, I did that too. Fuck.
0: <laughs> so Keith, your price range is four to eight million and you call it good.
1: Fucking double. Dude, inflation, it's a bitch. Yeah, it's a damn supply chain. I'm gonna supply stick a fucking demand. Biden
2: sticker on Keith's head and tell him that he did this.
0: Yeah, I did this. got a blow <laughs> Just- <laughs> teeth in this time got it keith um let's go the gross the domestically this movie got 153 million dollars that like half
2: of what the last movie got
0: uh domestically the first one got 234 million so almost half yeah uh internationally it got 146 million so worldwide almost 300 million I'm so confused by how well these movies are doing internationally. Like, it seems like such an
2: Americanized movie for it to be doing so well internationally.
0: Yeah, combined, I guess it's with just because it's
2: Eddie Murphy and he's such a big star. I think I think it's probably because Eddie Runhold. Murphy's on top of no. the world right now.
1: Or uh, at that, at combined that point.
0: so far internationally is about 222 million with the first movie. So combined, uh, Keith, do you have any um, Ghost of uh, Ebert?
1: i do this one's interesting so i i I even took i even watched the old siskel and ebert youtube clip of them talking about this movie hell yeah and boy they those two were fired up they hated this movie it was interesting so i i think the the paragraph i'll pick here do a little reading series for us so in the previous paragraph uh ebert goes on to praise eddie murphy he's like because this is see, he's saying i mean basically Eddie Murphy is one of the best. He references Golden Child in 48 Hours. But then in the next paragraph, what I don't like is the unstated assumption in Cop 2, Beverly Hills Cop 2, that Murphy is funny by definition and that anybody who gets in his way is a fool. Maybe Murphy should study some of those old I Love Lucy episodes where Lucy gets into situations where she can't handle. She's up against a snooty head waiter in a stuck-up restaurant, let's say. What does she do, scream at the guy? No, she always finds a way to deflate the guy simply by remaining true to her own character, and insisting on being treated as a human being so i think that ebert and the, them brought up a kind of a funny point that every time eddie murphy runs into someone they're always an idiot like that is and, and that bit kind of got old for them and i can appreciate that a little bit because that's that's a little bit i was talking about earlier mm-hmm. so i mean me and ghost ebert were on the same page there
2: I don't know if I completely agree with that because like he was being true to his character in these movies. That's how he gets out of those situations. Yeah. It should just be loud and brash, so it just makes people want him to go away. <laughs> but I can understand where they're coming from. I just don't completely agree with that view of it. Like you're trying to compare kind of apples and oranges character-wise, in my opinion. But yeah.
0: But that's the thing with about Eddie Murphy is that he has the gifts, the gift of gab to talk his way out of every situation hell very he nice does that and- in the, he does that in 48 hours like that's his that and um trading uh places you know he talks his way out of everything you know that's the thing eddie murphy is you know basically known for i you know, kind of not- hope that
2: eddie murphy pulls off this career resurgence and we get some like later year good eddie murphy gold because like oh, i want like, eddie murphy back in my life
1: he's incredibly talented like he's very he's very good but yeah yeah uh, let's go to the
0: box office for May 22nd to the 25th. Oh, it's yeah. Memorial Day weekend. Uh, coming in 10th place in, in week 35 with 1 million it's Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> nice.
3: I love <laughs> nice. that movie.
0: Uh, coming in number 9 in its ninth week with 1.1 million is Blind Date. It's a Bruce Willis Kim Basinger movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, coming in at number eight and its twelfth week with one point two million. Lethal Weapon. Uh, coming. How in many? Wait,
2: which week was that on? Twelfth. Jesus, still getting them. seven right. figures in it's twelfth week. That's pretty good.
0: Uh, coming in number seven and its twenty third week with one point three million. Platoon. Oh, nice. Coming in its first week with two point five million. The Chipmunk Adventure.
1: I don't know that movie. Is that like Alvin either. and the Chipmunks? Is that a cartoon? I, it's got to be a cartoon. Um, Chipmunk.
0: Adventure. Yeah, see. Yeah, it is a uh, cartoon of Alvin and the Chipmunks. Wow. Okay. I, do, uh, I but, mean,
2: I, I won't lie. Big Alvin and Chipmunks fan back in the day. <laughs> I don't think I realized that that movie was that old. Damn.
1: That's a, I've, I've got a quick... Alvin and chipmunks thing to talk about so when the you, you that, was first, January, that was my first that was my first experience of seeing an actor like openly speak about a movie that they were, they were in that is shitty and admitting it was shitty it was really? david cross was talking about when he was in how the squeak will elven and the, the squeak cool
2: oh the new live action one it was a live
1: action one and he went on to like jimmy fowler or whatever over Conan or something back in the day, and he was like, Yeah, this movie sucks, don't go watch it. <laughs> awesome,
0: awesome. Uh, coming in number five in its second week with 2.8 million, The Gate. Um, it's a horror film about two young boys releasing demons.
2: For a second, I was thinking it was that Johnny uh, Depp one,
1: The Ninth Gate. That
0: movie rules the ninth. So, gate, yeah. For some reason,
2: it popped into my head that Jennifer Lopez won the the the, that's what it is with Vince
0: Vaughn. <laughs> um, coming in number number uh, four in its second week with 3.4 million. D'Onofrio, not Vaughn, before we get roasted by the. Oh, Vaughn's in it too. Is Vince Vaughn in it? I yeah, thought it was, was just D'Onofrio. Vince Vaughn's the cop in the movie. Yeah, I thought okay. it
2: was like one of his first roles.
0: D'Onofrio is the. Uh, he's the psycho. He's the psycho. Uh, I, t- I take back my apology, you assholes. There it don't, is. Okay, don't know Joe. We need to talk about this. Yeah, we're going to. Uh, number four was <laughs> Ishtar. Um, it has uh, Warren, Be- uh, Warren Beatty and Dustin Hoffman. Uh, two lounge singers get booked to play a gig in Mor- uh, the Moroccan hotel, but they're pawns in an international power play by the CIA.
1: That sounds like a movie where they do blackface.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm, you know, they don't. Oh. <laughs> I hope not.
1: I don't know. We'll...
0: Keith's going to watch it. Yeah, I'll, I'll um, find
1: out.
0: <laughs> number three in seventh week with 3.6 million is The Secret of My Success. It's a uh, Michael J. Fox movie. Uh, coming in number two in its first week with 6.7 million, Ernest
1: Goes to Camp. Oh, God. <laughs> the Ernest is, that the movies. is that the first one? Um, like they're in the Ernest movies, and also how many of them are there? Is it there's is a shit ton? Could, yeah, there's there's too many of them. We shouldn't do that because it's family. Ernest
0: goes to camp, Ernest goes to jail, and Ernest goes to school. Ernest goes to Africa. Ernest goes in the army, and the Halloween one.
1: Can we Was just watch ever- Ernest goes to Africa?
2: <laughs> Did Ernest ever come out as problematic?
0: No, he he's dead. So, Jim Varney. <laughs> He's just He's trying.
2: I think I'm just confusing him with Pee Wee and his. I mean, I guess Pee Wee wasn't even problematic. He was just trying to whack it at a porn movie, which isn't that bad.
0: Yeah,
1: that's like uh, uh, of anywhere in public where you should be masturbating. That's the place. Oh, also, Ernest
0: writes again. <laughs> Ernest uh, slam dunk Ernest. Um, wasn't
2: there like a new Ernest that had Jason Momoa in it? No. That was like a
0: Netflix movie? Yeah, that was Pee Wee. Um, oh, okay. Ernest Goes to Splash Mountain, Ernest Saves Christmas. There's like 10 Ernest movies, Keith.
2: So what you're saying is summer blockbuster we're doing this year to match
0: Fast and the Furious is the Ernest franchise. I want to really want to watch Ernest slam uh, slam dunk Ernest because he uh, becomes a basketball player after an angel bearing an uncanny resemblance to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar gives him a pair of of (laughs) magic sneakers. So basically, like Mike Ripped off Ernest, slam dunk Ernest. Can we just do movies where Kareem Abdul Jabbar plays himself but doesn't
2: p- talk about playing himself?
1: Those two right
2: there.
1: So, what I really gathered from that list is that fake movie experts are going to start to GoFundMe me for public masturbator uh, charges. I don't Paul think even, but... really needs us to
2: raise money for him. I'm pretty sure. No, Pee-wee, not P. We the in we
0: general.
2: Uh, the
1: oh, everyone we who
0: has ever people. if you ever jerked off in a movie theater we're here I, mean, to I feel like there you. should be like
2: some assumed consent that if you went to a porn movie
0: that like you know what's gonna happen in theater yeah what
1: I'm saying is that if you if you're out there and you've been arrested for jno in public get a hold of the well, movie hold on, on yeah, hold yeah, on, hold yeah. on we we're gonna back you there. up
0: we're back you up yeah we got no, you. No, no, hold on
2: Guys, you're, you're leaving that a little open ended for people nope, who just be anywhere, like, parks. Anywhere. If you're
0: if you're caught jerking to the new Spider-Man movie, come talk to us. Well, hold on. Okay. If you're slinging your web anywhere in that movie theater, you come to us. We're helping. It doesn't come you.
1: out of my wrist. It comes out of my dung.
0: <laughs> okay. When Think the we're
1: new Thomas
2: stuff for people getting caught outside of people's windows.
0: When Thomas the Train movie comes out, you want to jerk into the stepdad talking room funny. You come talk to us. Speaking of talking to us, number one in the box office that week was Beverly Hills Cop 2 with $26 million.
2: Not as big as its opening for the first
0: one, though. Nope. Uh, The ratings for this, IMDb gave this a 6.5 out of 10. And Ron, to, uh, Ron Tomatoes ratings, uh, they just have critics and audience, and the critics gave this a 47, while the audience gave it a 57. However, that is still rotten. it feels mind. a little hurtful. I don't feel like the movie was that bad. No. Uh, before we glaze some stars, let's do some ranking. Uh, we have best shootout, best villain, best fashion, best laugh. Uh, we're adding MVP. And that's going to be part of every movie going forward. And uh, what we is call it? A uh, movie watchable again? Um, Most
2: rewatchable? Most watchable. Keith and I cuddle up <laughs> under a blanket, <laughs> a little yeah. bit of hot chocolate.
1: Maybe I've it's put, in public.
2: I've Maybe it's some in public.
0: There's a blanket in between the you two. Who has the popcorn? You know,
2: Keith and I Jerk. are passing marshmallows back and forth in our mouths, and we're trying to just enjoy a movie. Yeah.
1: There's... We got little mini marshmallows and we're spitting them into each other's hot cocoa. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Let that one hang. <laughs> you guys so are sorry. also
0: using our, the use lube, which you can go to uh, use and with a uh, promo code of uh, fake move experts for a good 5% off. That's right. You heard it 5% off. Use Um, let's do a best shootout first one. We had the ending. So this one, it's the ending again. Uh, Which one was better? This one or the uh, number one,
2: I guess my question has to be how we're quantifying that. Cause I would say from a pure action standpoint, the second one was better. But if we're looking at it from an action comedy standpoint, the first one is better.
0: I think the first one's better.
2: Like, so like, are we just gonna go full like what needs to be in the action comedy? Because it's what I mean, this is supposed to be. No, I think the, I think the first shootout.
1: one I'm gonna go first one to me because the first one felt better. It like the scene the big silly mansion at the end with the, the joke bits, and then yeah, I mean that's the comedy part. And they kept on and then, yeah, I don't know. See, the first...
2: If we're gonna stick to it, it's an action comedy movie, then the first one, because it actually had some good comedy bits in. Like I didn't really like like the whole joke of him like undoing the RPG and then our missile launch, whatever the fuck it was, and actually firing it and blowing it up wasn't that funny. Just
1: just like killing a person. (laughs) Multiple people, Keith. Multiple.
2: (laughs) And then like the like hordes of people just giving up to two people felt super weird to me. So I the more I think about it, actually, I think just full out the first one's better. It made more sense as an overall gunfight.
1: Okay. Uh, and, and the first one had the tension. Like, I felt like they were in more danger in the first one.
0: Well, and this one, they were just standing up and
1: just double shotgunning shit. Like, they were scared in that first one, hiding behind the ledge, like the hedges and the.
2: Yeah, was, he didn't get, the get second, shot in this movie. The second one was a little bit too over the top ridiculous.
0: Yeah, he didn't get shot in this movie. While well, the other one, he got shot multiple times. Yeah. Let's um, do Best Villain. Uh, we had. Uh, right now it's number one for me i'll put this behind three i you know know, we haven't seen it yet like this guy (laughs) sucks i mean i would say
2: altogether through at least two movies the villains in beverly hills cops have just been lame like the villains aren't that good but yeah this guy was much worse than the first one
0: (sighs) as you said earlier rick bridget nelson's character was a much more bigger badder villain than uh this guy who just sat at a table going, Have they got the clues yet? So they can uh catch me. Nope, yes. they have not. Very, very strange. <laughs> I'll give Bridget my, uh, Nelson
1: A shout-out for looking cool though. I thought she looked rad. Like I liked her outfits. Like, she was a
2: badass in this It's weird how she yeah. like she got this role and then the Rocky Four role. Like it seems like there feels like there should have been more space for Bridget Nielsen in the yeah. early 90s. Like she's oh, hot, she's talented.
0: There's, there's a ton of Bridget Nelson movies. <laughs> out well, there. yeah, but i are just not about like good.
2: Actually, like it feels like she should have been in more blockbusters as like a great side character.
0: She, yeah, she would have been a good like Bond villain or something. I mean, yeah, let me scroll through her thing for a minute to see if there's anything that we would know her from. Red Sonia, that's in '85. That was like a spinoff to um, Conan the Barbarian. Oh wow! Um, other than that, then it's just bad movies after bad movies, and then Flavor Flav.
2: I kind of just fell into like B-rate movies for her because she mm-hmm. was tall and like built. I guess it was before the time where it was acceptable to be tall and built.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. Best fashion.
1: Oh, the first one. by There's like no fashion in this movie. Well, they cared. I feel like they took more. The first one just seemed to like care more. It did. Yeah. I mean,
2: if it hadn't been, like, this almost felt like a quick sequel that, but it was three years later. Like, it just, it it felt like a cash grab more than, like, a true, like,
1: sequel at points. Yeah, the first one, like, it was, the first one was a bit of a, like, a love letter to Los Angeles, which is kind of always kind of fun. Like, Hollywood loves doing that shit. Like, they usually, usually, they they usually make it come out good. And this one just, like, they didn't care about where they were or what they were doing. It's like
0: one of those things of the fact of like we talked about it with like the Matrix. This movie wrapped the first movie wrapped up just fine. Oh, it was done. like maybe one <laughs> and done, and then since it had so much so much success,
2: yeah, got they forced the out a second one. Yeah.
0: yeah, and within three years, you know, we talked about what in the Scream movie. It was like a year and a half after the first one came out, the sequel came out already. So it's like they pushed for it right away after you know how and much did still- it get. Sequel
2: the scream two was better like as a sequel than this was as a sequel.
0: Yeah. Uh let's do best laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go to one, two again. There wasn't yeah. any. There's like maybe like a
2: handful of laughs in this, and it just like there wasn't like good as good as spots. Like it wasn't yeah. like oh <laughs> the lat. Like we got one good spot early in the movie, then we got like two or three towards the end, but like
0: and Keith Strip joint one. They just, like I the, the
2: silent laugh
0: They
2: <laughs> like the, didn't go the, to we, it as
0: much this one It was we, weird We got the silent laugh when the part came of like You know you know the, 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 the iconic scene I was talking about How like the you know he turns the camera And does like the you know The okay symbol Or now the you know the right power Whatever fucking symbol it is now But like <laughs> that iconic scene Like they slightly Do that at the end of the movie When he when he Leaves the house that he basically stole, and the oh, real yeah. owner showed it up. It was and the he classic turns. late
2: '80s like freeze, freeze frame, frame moment.
0: Yeah, like he started. It was like that was going to be a laugh moment, you know? It's just like, oh, jeez. Um, but for me, it's one two as well.
1: Yeah, easily. But, yeah. So for, with, uh, the- I was gonna say yeah, and two. It's funny because I I think that two felt the laughs felt a little more dense to me, but not as meaningful.
0: Yeah. Like, yes. I, I
1: thought there was like more of them, but they were less cool.
0: Yes. Agreed. Uh, now adding to the franchise, we're doing MVP, and I assume in the first movie, it's just Eddie Murph, it, it'll be Axel for the first one. So, in this movie, who is your MVP? Who's going first, Joe? I'll, I'll go first. Watching <laughs> this movie all along, I was I Billy. Billy was my MVP. Um. Just because of the fact that we got more character development from him and I was and how insane he is and how, as Keith put it, he wants to be Axel Foley in L.A. Um, <laughs> he's just a
1: just fanboy.
0: <laughs> he, uh, he's a big fanboy and he's a fanboy of action movies, you know, that said he had the Cobra and he had uh, Rambo posters up and he you know, and it's also amazing when someone goes through a shootout and he has a fucking duster and he's like, I want to put this on because I know it's going to look cool when I'm going <laughs> to be killing
1: some bastards.
0: So even Maya Cobra,
1: even Cobra psychopath shit because that movie had to have come out like no more than three or four 86. years. Eighty six, a year, one year before that. That's yeah. like my favorite movie fucking ever is The Eternals. <laughs> that's well, like, we Jesus know that. Christ. There it is. He got it in. <laughs> baby. I mean that wasn't an unintentional reference. Although it's yeah. it's always on my mind. But like always. That's so weird that a movie would reference a movie that came out so recently. Well, Keith, like <laughs>
0: I said, he had a Rambo poster and a yeah. Cobra 8586. So That's there's So weird. Yeah. <laughs> so who's your guys' MVP? And don't we don't have to you know make it part of the unless it's the same guy.
2: Uh I mean, to me it was Judge too. Like he carried yeah. like a big part of the second half of the movie, like just snapping and like the car chase bits were funny. Yeah. Uh the duster stuff was all funny. For me, it was Judge as well. He really like, don't get me wrong, Eddie is still the star of this movie. Yeah. But like Judge saved this movie probably
1: from being atrocious. So as, as we're talking about this, I'm realizing with one of the, my problems with too is that they never like a sequel supposed to elevate, kind of elevate and raise the stakes and situations, and like Axel Foley just kind of stayed the same. Yeah. And so my MVP is Taggart. Yeah. He's like, he's such a good, he's like a straight man, but with a dark side. And he cracked me up. Like he was so funny with his falling in the pool and his like 1980s silly sitcom line of women. Right. As he just like, women blast this lady with many bullets, just murders her. (laughs) So he, he cracked me up. I liked him in the first one too. And he's such a, he's. He's clearly so like tightly wound and has like, he's got deep issues. (laughs) They both do, Billy and Taggart.
0: Well, like as you said, Keith, like this movie alone, you know, it should raise the stakes, and they Mm -hmm. did via the fact that they basically raising the stakes is shooting the their old, you know, uh, a close friend, (laughs) you know, and this time he survives. Not like the first one where Mikey dies, and you know. It was so
2: weird for him to survive that, especially with like the cutaway scene they had of like him just laying there in a pool of his own blood, that and one when, finger creepily twitching. Yeah, and him the, surviving and also, never paid off. It like never meant anything that he survived.
0: That's why like yeah. it should have been him
2: coming back to get the final yeah. shot of Bridget Nielsen. It was so they just, weird.
0: They just have him show up at the end going, Hey, you're the new boss. Yep, I think so. <laughs> but like the also one quick thing. When did the winch sh- back window explode? Because when when the when the cop gets shot and then he rolls over the car and he's laying on the ground twitching, they pan over the car and his back window is blown up. I would assume Unless, it's just like one of the
2: bullets yeah. went through him and through the I don't know. It was yeah more QC problems honestly.
0: Yeah, <laughs> speaking of QC problems as to uh, movies, as it's a watchable, rewatchable, some whatever you guys call it. I hate you. Thank you.
1: We're like almost a
0: year into this. You
1: know what, Joe? I'll take it. Thank you. What's the What's the most hot chocolatey QC moment?
0: (laughs) Is it one or two? Oh, it's one. Like I
1: don't think I ever need to watch two again. There's nothing memorable about this movie. No, and I I, I never need to see I never need to see two, three, or four again.
2: You haven't seen three or four four
1: yet. I I, oh I know. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's one of those things I hope Keith like for some
0: reason loves three. Like, yeah, for no a sudden, like reason. wait a minute, you guys, you guys, you guys, it's gonna <laughs> be a bad movie. That
2: when knows. we, when we, when it's we, gonna be his new fast two, when we <laughs> rank
0: the movies, Keith would be like, All right, hear me out, three is better than one, and I can tell you <laughs> why right now. But we'll find out when we do Baby Hills Cop three. But before we even get to any of that, we gotta glaze some stars.
2: My girl likes to glaze it all the time, glaze it all the time, glaze God. it all the time.
0: Uh, before we do this, Rick, what do we give uh one?
2: Beverly Hills Cop came in at a 3.8. Uh, Joe and I both gave it three and a quarter. Keith came in at
0: a four. So Keith, with the high number last week, what do you give it this week?
1: I'm going to go with... Uh... I thought I liked it a little more than Ebert and the gang, and I like it about the same as the internet hive mind. So I'm gonna go a 2.5. It was what? watchable, not very enjoyable overall. It had its moments. Eddie Murphy is like it, Eddie Murphy can like hold a scene. He can like he can keep you like engaged. Yeah. So that that was what that was what got me through was it? it he- yeah
0: i would say keith do you have like a starting point do you have like like example here uh one cory mack the Human wrestling database here on the, all the other podcasts at nocellentamer.com he when he when he does a five-star ranking for a match he just starts the match at two and a half so either going to go up or go down do you start or you just start at zero then i start at five. Oh, because i mean that's down. i mean
1: i think that's a good way to go through life you gotta like we you start halfway
0: give, and then go you, up or down.
1: You got to give the benefit of the doubt and then just wait to be disappointed. That seems Touché. like a de- super depressing
2: way to get it really is. because it's never going to meet your expectation. <laughs> I
1: expect perfection and then am disappointed. It never happens.
2: <laughs> you got to lower your bar, buddy.
1: Yeah, you not really all did, movies dude. can be fast, too.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, man. Uh, uh Rick?
2: I came in at a three. I, well, I enjoyed the movie and it had its bright spots it just kind of existed overall and it's not something I will literally ever think about again
1: yeah this this movie committed a really big sin of 80s action movies in that it was boring to me that was like that hurt uh
0: for me I go with um a three as well um it was good you know it's one of those things it's like for me this movie it's good but it's like the hangover taken with their sequels you know it's like (laughs) you don't need to watch the sequel you just need to watch the first one all over again and then you know what the second one's all about yeah for me that's the same process mindset of like well i don't need to watch two i can just watch one again and then remember what happened in two to be like okay you know
2: I can Wikipedia too if I ever need to. There it is, yeah. <laughs> uh, that brings two in at a 2.8 matching up with such illustrious films as Fast and the Furious
0: 6. Too low. Keith.
2: Black.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> this also makes Beverly Hills Cop 2 our lowest rated movie so far of 2022.
1: Okay. So we've
2: actually started off the year pretty well. We are yeah. seven movies deep, and our lowest is two point eight.
1: I know, like, this movie was entirely watchable. Like, I it, got... it, it's, <laughs> it's like it's not a it, it's not a bad movie. Yeah, it's, it's not not just a kind mid- of existing. Yeah, yeah, it's there. Like it's there. Which, which just to like, me, like we've been watching so many movies for this podcast over our time doing this podcast, and like I've gotten to the point where. I really want my movies to be either spectacular or like spectacularly terrible. Yeah. Yep. So like anything in between is just like miserable. Do you want to know <laughs> how many movies we've watched for this edition of our expert movies? Oh, I'm excited.
2: We're at 42 movies now.
1: Nice. Yeah. And all of the movies that are between like two and three, just fuck them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> see, Keith, it's funny you say that because the first franchise we ever did we started off with the fifth highest rated movie we've ever done with Predator, but then we did Predator 2 which was a 2, Predators which was a 2.3, and the Predator which was a 1.3 Oh yeah,
1: see? That's fun
0: <laughs> See, like I, I'm like I'm, I agree with Keith, but I don't at the same time, like I know like when I did when we did the Q movies, what we do is I t- we used to try and find movies that were like less than five on the IMDb star ratings, and like you can find the drizzling shits at that, and it's just like it was fun times. Like that's when we did the Q edition here too, and you know it's just like we you know and with the Q edition we didn't do movies that are less than five, but like that's what normally we did for the Q itself. What we did was we did for every ten movies. Eight of them would have to be less than a five or close to a five or you know five point three, whatever. And then the ninth movie was a nick it was a Keanu Reeves movie. <laughs> and then every tenth movie we had to find a movie that was less than a two. And that was some of the horrific things I've ever seen. And I know there's some, there's some, there's one that is actually a franchise that we'll be doing down the line. Just because of how bad it is. And it's not The Room because there's no sequel. All right? Jesus. Thank
2: God. You've only done that movie like three times on podcast. We
0: could. Hear me out. We could. Because we could do the real version and we could do the YouTube version. YouTube version doesn't have the sex scene, so that takes off 20 minutes.
2: I stand by my love of never having seen that film or the movie about that film.
0: Hey, we we probably could. Disaster Artist is about that movie. We're having we have a, a uh, group discussion, aka me and Keith, to make the agreement that it will be down the line. Son of a we will, we I I will sell my soul to the devil and be like, Keith, you can have you can have my next. I'll make a trade. I'll have him give him like my next three draft picks, my next three movie picks for this agreement. Joe, I just want I...
2: you to think think this through though, because at some point we're probably gonna have to do more Q editions for this oh, podcast, because Keith's gonna yeah. fuck off to like Jamaica or something. I know. And I can pull stealth out of my ass, Joseph.
0: I can. That's fine. I'll well,
2: I'll, I'll watch
1: it before I <laughs> one, fuck up to Jamaica. One, I'm gonna cash in. I'm gonna cash in a bunch of my bad chips, and we're gonna watch a little movie that rhymes with Schmeider Mutt. <laughs> Snyder Cut, baby. That's not <laughs> oh, shit. That's amazing. That I don't. No, no, no,
0: sir. You don't have to say that. That's shit because that's a. It's like nine hours of fantastic. Okay, but I'm just I like for it. Sh- so that's technically only two movies
2: though, because we just do Batman versus Superman and then Snyder no, Cut. No, 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 we, no. We, no, we, have no. To, we
0: have to do both Justice. Man of Steel. Yeah, Man <laughs> of Steel BB DOJ, DOJ. Justice, Justice League. League. Justice League Those <laughs> so four movies.
1: With my boy Joss Whedon. <laughs> By the way, just really showed his ass on the news lately. <laughs> Has he?
2: I mean, hasn't oh. he been doing that for like well over a year? Yeah, now? but no, they like. Oh yeah, he, he just came out
1: he, with something, right? He just yeah. finally did his like trying to come out of being canceled interview, and boy, yeah. whoo. <laughs> not good, he's Bob. A, he's a creep. He's gonna be <laughs> nice. done in the industry, right? At least for like the mainstream industry. Yeah. He like just his just the one little like uh, Gal Gadot comment that happened, and she's like, "No, I." He like he says she didn't understand what was going on because she doesn't. Oh yeah, English I saw well. that. She's, She's like, like, no, bitch. no, no, I got it. <laughs> First of all, I don't think anyone's ever seen Gal Gadot
2: and thought she didn't understand English.
0: <laughs> mm, wow.
1: Also, does he think people in Israel just like speak Hebrew all the time? Well, yes. and he invented his own. He chose to call his name isn't Joss. He called himself that. This is a movie star name. Yeah, he, his name's like Joseph or something. Oh, man. <laughs> like, I'm going to start calling Joe Joss Lessel. And Joss is the worst name in the world.
0: Is that really? <laughs> uh, hang on. I before we leave, I won't, I won't leave our, our fans. Uh,
1: God damn it. <laughs> uh, Joss Lessel. Here we so go. He gave himself, if if I'm understanding the article right, he gave himself that name in college to like impress women. <laughs> It's
2: pretty funny that he created both of what some consider to be like the worst uh, superhero team up movies in both franchises. Because <laughs> well, I didn't, I liked Age of Ultron. I didn't think it was as bad as a lot of people did. But th- fucking the first cut of Justice League was fucking hot garbage.
0: Well, that's where that's where we get the Snyder cut. So. <laughs> god damn it Ugh. oh, oh
1: no i'll stand by uh, uh, avengers one and firefly i'll i'll always argue a kid <laughs> he didn't do avengers yeah. one yeah i did yeah. oh did he yeah yeah he
0: did avengers one and ultron and then the um russo brothers took over
2: i mean firefly is also a fucking fire movie oh yeah
1: serenity Oof.
0: i mean he also did um
2: Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which people will like murder you if you say something bad about. Uh, that, that was franchise. a good show.
1: That, that, oh, people love was... Buffy. I I don't have any ill words for Buffy.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I can
2: never get into it.
0: I yeah. got it. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, there I was like care. one Let's year that it got really, got really <laughs> bad, but it was just like it was. It's like any long going uh, TV show, the effect that uh, like it went two years too long than it needed oh, it's to. Kind
1: of like how Arrow went too long.
0: Yeah. Oh, Which,
1: and by the Joss, way, if you're I, if you're listening to the show and you want us to feature fake movie experts on your next TV show, we're in. We're uh, in. No, we're not. Don't <laughs> you give know, it for the group.
0: You know, I you know, down the line we should maybe switch it up and do like the peacemaker and
1: review show. But maybe. if he pays us four million dollars,
2: I mean, okay, yeah, I'll fucking do it. I'll sell <laughs> out. If I was pretty hard. I Hell yeah.
1: I was suck. suck his dick. I'll he, finish Joe,
2: I was wondering if we want to just get into the prestige TV line of work because I'd be oh, down I would love that to. Too. I'll be down
0: for that. <laughs> we don't need to do it. You can do, you be a one man show, Keith. There we go. Well, we're, you can go we're, do, we're, we're, do
2: the Josh Whedon podcast. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah you the, the no Joseph. sells
1: Josh Whedon. I'm going to be the Joseph Whedon podcast.
0: Keith, you're going to do it yourself. It'd be a one man show. And just like I read this on the article here on the uh, dailynews.com. <laughs> Do I agree with this article? No, I don't.
1: <laughs> so, it coming deserves. soon,
0: coming soon at no southern.com, the Joss Whedon files by Keith Swellen. Uh, just so next, damn week, we've gotten
2: so <laughs> off topic. Here. I know,
0: uh, but coming next week on fake movie experts, Beverly Hills Cop 3. And that should be the final one until four comes out, if it does.
1: Beverly Hills Cop Three Electric Boogaloo? I hope, that
0: uh, climate,
1: maybe, I hope that climate change eats us all and boils us alive before four comes out.
2: No, Keith, the the climate's just going to change to the fact where like coastlines will get buried and it's going to get really cold because the ice caps all melted.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> and next week here.
1: Beverly Hills Cop Four comes out.
0: There it is. <laughs> it comes out. Beverly Hills Cop Four will be the first movie that comes out after climate change, Keith. Dude, fucking uh, twist. Beverly
2: Hills Cop 4 is actually the in-between for uh, the... God, what the fuck was that sci-fi franchise we did with uh, Harrison Ford? Oh, Blade Runner. Yeah, it's actually in-between. It's the prequel to Blade Runner. It's Beverly Hills Cop 4 slash prequel to Blade Runner and how we got where we get...
0: Like, we get a deep fake of a Harrison Ford at the end you know it's like what the hell is going on
1: yeah I think you know, President Barron Trump will be at the premiere <laughs>
0: I just threw well, anyway my mouth. <laughs> anyway as Keith does, did something horrific uh, next week here on Fake Movie Experts is going to be Beverly Hills Cop 3 you can uh, find all of our podcasts and everything Keith does with his predetermined climate change at noselentamer.com no so entertainment.com and like always you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to a podcast why did we get on spotify
2: right after their whole joe rogan thing it was not a good look for the company guys